0: Saturday, the 20th of May, 2022, Scrappy Murphy's in Birmingham, 7pm. Be there. The Chronicles of Podcast Live. Tickets on sale now. Go to www.ctickets.com.
1: It's about getting into schools and talking to young people,
2: because, you know, I, I know that people can change. Uh, And and it's about talking to people and getting them to understand
0: and perhaps step back from violence and and prejudice and whatever. We just need to work together and keep on the good fight there. Absolutely. Hey there guys, we are ecstatically happy to announce that we are associated with the Sophie Lancaster Foundation.
2: The times are changing and with the unfortunate death of Sophie, those changes have made a massive impact for the future. If Sophie was with us still today, I can guarantee what you are doing will still be reaching so many lives of young teenagers, young adults, and those who wish to be as different as
1: possible. So thank you very much.
2: To find out more about this incredible foundation and all the work they do, and more importantly, how you can help, head on over to www.sophielancasterfoundation.com.
1: Hi, it's Rob from Letting Rain, and you're listening to the Chronicles of podcast with uh, Jamie and Tom.
0: Oh, Jamie! Hi, we're back again, aren't we? We are. I know how people absolutely love it. Every Friday, 6 p.m., You go, know, TCO Pod's back. So, guys, you know what to do, don't you? I know Claire sat there and getting, it looks like she's getting a little giddy, getting a little giddy, and everybody else as well is sat there going, come on, Tom, come on, give it to us. So, get that right hand up, and here comes the left. And welcome to the Chronicles of Podcast. It's the 41st edition, and Jamie, I believe for the 41st edition of the chronicles of podcast we are talking to the wonderful members of neptune rain we are indeed who are lovingly and passionately playing our live show on may 28th so shall we get this show back on the road oh definitely good because i'm really enjoying driving hit it
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 41st edition of the Chronicles of Podcast. And beneath are the Chronicles of Neptune Rain. It is I, the bearded Brummy Jamie, and joining me as always, as always, is this
0: handsome devil. It's the Scotsman Tom. I love how you like Neptune Rain. I thought I'd add a bit of drama into 90s it. 90s fucking like boy band bullshit. Just <laughs> I, thought, I thought I'd add a bit of flair You'd to it. You reach up for it, you bring it down, you push it away, <laughs> but you bring it back in again. Uh, James, so as we've just, before we got recording, um, obviously I just spilled some tea. And the fact that, you know, yes, crockery slash china is a good thing to have tea in because it's good to obviously hold because it's hot. But the problem is, if you hold onto it a bit too tightly... Your fingers like to get stuck to the to the actual <laughs> handle of said teacup. So when you let go, your fingers then as they, you move, I don't know. Sorry about this, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> when you when you use your fingers to manoeuvre the cup around, um, literally it got caught. So as I pulled, it was still I was still stuck to the mug. I decided to just throw my tea everywhere. Um, so you know, hashtag first word problems and all that bullshit. Um, so yeah. But it, does it not? Uh, do, so with me, right? It really fucks me off when I'm clumsy when I'm stupid. Like I actually got quite annoyed at myself. Like, how could you be so dumb? How could you be so fucking stupid to just throw a hot beverage around?
2: I would get annoyed at myself or the inanimate object whose fault it clearly wasn't, and it was clearly mine. I was like, fuck you, cop. How <laughs> dare you stick to my hand, you inanimate object, you bastard.
0: And also, as I was talking but previously on a show 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 shows ago, I think this is back in the old days about how you always find the little wonky pavement slab when it's been pissing down the rain. Oh, yes. Yeah. I tried to be nice and get out of this elderly gentleman's way. So I went round him, and as I went round him, and then I completely soaked my left leg. I was like, Oh. oh. Why do you never find the wonky pavement slabs when it's dry? Why do you That's never really find them when it's sunny and a really nice day? They never exist. Does the sun expand the slab so it can't move in any way, shape, or form? And then when the rain goes, it goes, I've got an idea. There's a little slab goblin hiding underneath, and he's just looking, going, uh, where is my next victim? <laughs> Lots of water there is. <laughs> and they see that unhopeful soul and go, lovely. I will just move out of the way. Boom, boom. Ah, bollocks. Just
2: moving, there's a little little monkey moving pavement slabs like the labyrinth. I just realized you probably don't get that reference there.
0: Nope. I don't know why it's a monkey in there, and I said goblin as well. Yeah. But in the movie
2: is a monkey. So I do yeah, no
0: around know. Making funny noises like... yeah. Don't mind that. Sorry. There. Anyway. All right. <laughs> um but Jamie, the real question at hand here this week is as follows. Well, okay. Is there anything worse than getting shampoo in your eyes? Oh, that does sting like a bitch. So you obviously uh, you're moisturising and you're you're shampooing and you're going like, yes, I do shampoo my head. Yes, I know I have no hair, but the question was coming. But thanks
2: for it still grows for through.
0: Forever. I still ha- there's still hair there, so I like to make sure my head is clean no matter what. Anyway, I was going for it. Um, and then it like runs into your eyes, but you're like bollocks. So you try and get, but then you've got shampoo all over your hands. So what do you do next? So use your arm, but then you, because shampoo is thick, you then spread it across the eye. So you're like, Oh, okay. Now it's even worse. And then you're doing the whole proper, like Really closing your eyes. You know, you really crush your eyes closed to try and stop any more from getting in but then you're keeping the shampoo in the eye by doing that so you then get the shot you like wash your hands really really quickly you know it's like din 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 like Metal Gear Solid music starts playing like really quickly <laughs> uh, Didlin din din and din that's uh, not my laptop at the same time din 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 so you do that so it's literally like, like a guard's coming for you like and uh, it's like chasing you like to shoot you that's what's <laughs> literally what's going on in the bathroom right now um, so then you'll try to get your hands wet and then you get your, so you've got w- nice wet hands you go in but as you use the the water to do it, you're spreading it even further because the water just like reduces it slowly, slightly, slightly. So it's still sticking to fuck. And then you manage to get it out, and you literally look and you look like you've been on cocaine or crack for the past like five <laughs> hours. this eyes just bloodshot red. Like, ah. I,
2: was, I was gonna say, I normally put my hands and my face under the water at the same time, sort of
0: rub and rinse at the same time. See, I wasn't that clever, I just panicked when my hands were the business. <laughs> So you didn't no. put your face in the water with no, wash that no. What do you know for next time? Not at all. So, and because I obviously I have hair here, so I tend to just wash the entire face, and then that's what all goes to. Just all goes ticks up, Jamie. And it's just <laughs> chaos ensues. shoes. I <laughs> scream for the other half. I'm like crying my eyes out. It doesn't help either because <laughs> the tears get stuck. So yeah. they're just like, no, I, I can't go anywhere, Tom. <laughs> Sorry. The shampoo said
2: no more tears. It lies. The shampoo uh, guards
0: are there, like with their guns, like you fucking dare I want to run out and move us. We're happy here. We will we find solace within the tear, um, solace so yeah. the tear duct. shampoo shampoo is a prick. Fair enough. Yeah. Just oh, establish. establish that right now. So I
2: genuinely wondered how
0: bald people wash the top of their head when they showered. I just seen like they just got else. the I just assume they got the flannel that they wash their faces, we just keep going. Have you heard the news? No. So apparently this is a genuine news article and it actually made me very angry and I imagine women and, and ladies around are also be very, very angry about this new story. You now can't make reference to or talk about a guy's balls head in the workplace as it's now sexual harassment.
2: I did it's, see this name. Actually. It is yes. now
0: like refre- refre- la- 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 making reference to a woman's breasts. Huh? And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's nowhere near that It's it's a head. It's just, and it's, Bold. It doesn't matter. It's out on show all the time. It's just. What? (laughs) It makes no sense, does it? Really? Who the fuck came up with this? Exactly. A judge, apparently. So I could now turn around if someone made reference to the fact that I'm bald, I'll go cool. I could see you.
2: (laughs) That's sexual harassment.
0: Thank you very much. Cheers for that. Ridiculous. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Right. It's just.
2: Redunculous. I've never heard that before
0: ever. It was a bit of staring crime. Now you can't call someone bold. Like, just... What? What is going on? <laughs> what is literally fucking going on right now? I
2: genuinely have no nothing I can add to that. I'm just baffled completely. But there we
0: are. How are you, sir?
2: Um, uh, I'll be honest, I've been better. I've uh, I've uh, been quite poorly this week, so yeah, uh, not not the best, not the best. What's going
0: on? I if you have, want to talk about it, of course. I, I
2: don't mind talking about it at all. Um, Monday, Sunday night, Monday evening, Monday morning, I was not feeling good at all. I got pains in my belly. Wasn't good. Um, phoned up the doctors, and of course the doctor was useless as ever and said, oh, it's just a viral. Don't worry about it. Rest and water. You'll be fine, love. You'll be fine. Yeah, it wasn't fine. And then I phoned triple one and found out I've actually got gastritis. So, yay.
0: <sighs> General practitioners, GPs of the world, I tend to be terrible.
2: They are fucking useless. Especially they get
0: because they're just doing phone appointments. They get so much money and they get it very wrong a lot of the time. Um wasn't there a story recently about somebody and they said it it was it was just a cold or something and then they said they had cancer. Yep. There's been quite a lot of stories of those that like GPs, they need educating more. They just try to get you out of doors as quick as they can. And then it's the fact that now, like you say, now you have to get through the bodyguards, the receptionist, who then will ask you 15,000 questions, who then will go, we'll give you a callback. And then you wait hours or days for your callback. You get your callback. You probably miss it because you're at work or you're very ill. Um, but that's how you've already run 111. And then to get to see them, you have to have no legs. Yeah, pretty much. Your legs have to have fallen off. You have to try to reattach them yourself uh, with making your own prosthesis um you fail the attempt of making said prosthesis unless you are unless that's what you make for as a, as a living you then have to give them your age date of birth blood uh saliva let them know if you're a werewolf or not um if you cannot provide these details they will then refer you to somebody else who doesn't actually give a shit um and the g all along the gp is the gp is not the final boss yeah exactly it's that. like the final but it takes you fucking forever and then they'll eventually see you in about five years
2: yeah, I, I ended up phoning Triple One, they were like, yeah, we're going to send an ambulance out. We just want to get you checked over. So I ended up going to fucking A&E and dealing with all that. What are you complaining
0: for? They fucking sorted you out. Yeah, the hospital did. The fucking doctors didn't. Did you come up? Oh, I, I took the ambulance. Jesus fucking Christ, bastards. I was just annoyed. like,
2: as viral. How did you know? You didn't even check me over, you shit. But yeah, I've got gastritis, which basically means my stomach acid is going, ah, die, stomach. It's crazy.
0: So, it, that is mental. Are you all right, though?
2: I'm. Well, I'm getting better now. I've got medication I take every day, but I've had to completely change my diet. So anything fun and interesting can't eat it.
0: You're lose weight anyway, so. Oh yeah, I was gonna say.
2: I put my coat on earlier, and I was like, Well, this has never fit me so well." Clearly, this not eating malar is working for me.
0: <laughs> well, I can't so, fucking say yeah. it.
2: but the worst part about it is I have to have Gavascon after every single
0: meal. Oh, banging! No, not banging. No, gaviscon is horrible. It's such a lifesaver. I love that shit. It's good really in that um, sense, but... Ready. Oh. The flavour doesn't even bother me. It's the texture. It feels
2: like chalky semen. It's just... Uh, no. does your no. semen
0: taste like, Jamie?
2: I'll tell you that another day.
0: <laughs> chalky <laughs> semen? Yes. I mean, whenever I've had gaviscon, I've never tasted <laughs> semen once, so... I mean, I get what you mean by the chalkiness of it because it gets stuck in your teeth and whatnot, but I quite like it. I think it just, all I care about is the fact that I don't want to have bad stomach acid anymore. I know you're having it to the 10th degree. Um, but yeah, I think it's wonderful shit. I love it. Yeah, not no, not a fan person, though. Know, yeah. just it's been a bit shit in that
2: sense, but so I can't
0: really say i works works work this week. Jamie, done. suck it up and take your medicine. I <laughs> fucking am. <laughs> I am. I'm
2: just going to complain about it because I'm British and it's what we do.
0: And I'm a bromine
2: I mean, is what I do. Fair.
0: How are you? Yeah, I'm alright, man. I'm I'm shattered. Um, I just feel like it never ends. <laughs> um, the travelling like is is a lot. So when I work and stuff, it it's not necessarily my day doesn't start at nine and end at five thirty. It starts at seven and ends at seven. So yeah. it's just and then if I'm recording, obviously we're doing shows. It ends at like eleven o'clock at night. So I'm just like Jesus Christ. So my stepmom um was like you always seem to be tired like well yeah i'm working <laughs> and i'm running my own podcast business you know with you of course like so it's just yeah so i'm fine man i'm fine i'm happy because the house been home this week and it's just been amazing um it's been the best thing ever so it's been a great week it's just i'm just knackered all the time so yeah. and because it's a top floor flat it's just so hot in here all the time <laughs> Because, uh, so, I
2: suppose that doesn't help when you get home from a long day, like, right, now I have to climb the mountain.
0: And now I can't breathe, and now it's too <laughs> hot in here. And, uh, and now I can't sleep because it's too hot in here. So it's just it's just nuts. Uh So yeah, man. Other than that, I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine. I'm just happy that she's home. Uh I'm getting back to a bit of normal life, really. Wonderful. That's what yeah. we like. That's what we like. So other than uh, your gastritis problem, what have you been doing yourself this week?
2: Um, not a fat lot like I said I've been dying on the sofa for most of it I've watched a few things I've watched I had the urge to watch all the Pirates of the Caribbean movies again because I absolutely love them so I've watched the first three this week I just need to do the fourth and the fifth one now. I absolutely love those movies is,
0: is it all the original characters in all of them as well? Uh,
2: the first three yes Johnny Depp's in four and five and I, I've only seen five once I think Orlando Bloom turns up and I think she does as well. Her name's escaping me right now. Keira Knightley? That's the badger. I think she appears in there at some point as well. I need to watch that one again. I've only seen it once. But she's just those first three I absolutely love them. They're like three of my favourite films.
0: I think I've seen the first one. I think I've seen the second one and I just, that's it. I don't remember it after that.
2: Oh, the third one is the best one. I've But I, I also, I wanted to watch, I saw on Now TV that Doctor Sleep is now available to watch. And it's just, I don't know if you know anything about Doctor Sleep. the yeah, yeah. sequel to The Shining. I was like, well, I can't remember The Shining, so I'm going to watch The Shining as well. So I watched The Shining and then I watched Doctor Sleep. It was pretty good. It was all right. It wasn't fantastic, but it was good. Um, what else have I done? Oh, I went to see the kids today.
0: Oh, nice. People How was had that?
2: fun. Obviously, I've not been very well, so I couldn't do a lot of them. So it was just sitting around playing video games with Sam and just chilling out really. But it was a nice day. And uh, the most eventful thing I've done this week, which is... Um, I booked something. Booked the old snippy snip.
0: And am a snippy snip.
2: I, I booked the snippy snip. I'm a little bit terrified after talking to the doctors and the woman decided to go through the entire procedure over the phone with me. I was like, ow. Oh, but wouldn't you rather know nice. what's
0: going on? It's meant to just say you know what to expect.
2: Yeah, it was more the bit where you said, they'll, basically they'll pitch your scrotum and then do an injection into each side of it. And at that point, I cried. Okay. So yeah, I'm not looking forward to that.
0: Is it? I don't know how personal you want to get. Like, was it a, a choice of your own, or we were talking about it? Oh yeah, it
2: oh yeah, no, no, no. my decision. I was <laughs> just like, no more, thank you. I am done now.
0: No more. No, that's fair. No, I'm proud of you, man. I think it's quite a big, quite a big step. Yeah. So the episode we record that week is mostly me just going hammy
2: bollocks, hammy bollocks, hammy bollocks. <laughs>
0: OK, well, we probably won't record that week because I don't think anyone wants to that over and over again for an hour and a bit. So You never know. And welcome to Callum's True Chings. Happy oh, bollocks. Oh, How Callum, are you all right? What's going on? <laughs> um, so, yeah, well, you know, I think we'll have a week off there.
2: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, did, I know we don't normally talk about, like, current movies and stuff like that, but I did want to ask, did you watch Avatar when it was out? No. Oh, okay. I, was I have no. If,
0: I have no interest.
2: I was going to ask if you'd seen the trailer for the second one. I was going to go off that, but if you've not seen the first one, I don't really fucking
0: matter. You can go off on the on the trailer for the second one, but I really can't join in. But...
2: I was just going to say that has this second. Have you seen it? And if so, did it actually make you want to watch it? Because I've just lost complete fucking interest in doing a sequel fifteen years later.
0: I just don't care.
2: Yeah, because that's the thing. I was watching. Yeah. I was like, it looks stunningly beautiful, but who gives a shit now? It's been That's years probably
0: the only reason they've made it. So. Yeah, just it's um, probably that the let's just bleed the franchise. There's only one, but you know. Oh yeah. So it's, I it's,
2: uh, it's the thing with the first one, the thing that sold it was like, look at this groundbreaking CGI. Now it's oh yeah, they do that in like every film now. Gives a shit. <laughs> Fuck off blue people, not interested. Oh fair. <laughs> what have you been up to anyway?
0: Well obviously the half came back. Um and the greatest moment of my life was on Monday when uh, they let me finish work early. They gave me some time back anyway. But I spoke to my manager and he was like, you've been working your bollocks off, mate. Off you go. And I was just like, it it was almost like movie-esque because it was like, they let me go 20 minutes early to get a bus that I wouldn't have caught. And I was on the bus there and she messaged me being like, oh, where are you now, babe? And little did she know, I was on the bridge just outside the building. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I'm literally two minutes away. I wasn't going to tell you, but I'm literally a minute or two away. And she was like, oh my God. And I could feel the emotion building up inside. And I was like, this is going to be the most amazing moment of my life. And Jamie didn't disappoint. I literally unlocked the door. I walked in, turned around, locked it. I turned around and she was stood in the corner of the living room with that door was open so she could see me at the front. And she just went, baby. <laughs> and she proper ga- like, galloped, ran at me. Like, gall- like gallops, but running at the same time. And, um, and just literally wrapped her arms around me. I wrapped my arms around her lots of emotion lots of like oh my god i've missed you it was just oh beautiful it was just so, it was one of those things where i was like i want time to freeze right now Well, like i know people are listening this going oh my god that's sick but i don't care <laughs> i really don't care because you care. i just i love this girl it's mental Like she just full-on wrapped her arms around my neck and I just had hold of it and we didn't let go for ages and it was just amazing and we've literally spent every evening together doing this, that and the other so it's just been great Um, but I did uh, start playing God of War again because I finished Ascension before she returned I started the current one um, which is just what a game I forgot how good that game is Um, so I've been addicted to playing it been playing it quite a lot recently, so she went to her mum's on Friday where we did a glorious interview, um, and I saw so I sat and played that before she got home. Um, I've obviously been doing a lot of Rihanna Um a lot of Rihanna Um I have – what else have I been doing? Oh, so yesterday – so on Saturday, which at this time we're currently on a Sunday night, so it was yesterday, but to you guys, this is this, was the Saturday just gone – uh, last week, I did a charity bake sale for the Sophie Lancaster Foundation um, at Specsavers in Cardiff. And I obviously announced it last week. It'd be great for people to come on down. Um, the work that went in, and um, big shout out to Sophia because she was absolutely incredible that day. And to anyone that sold a cake, but Sophia ran the table for us and for me. Uh, and we raised £125. Fantastic. From from cakes is unreal. <laughs> it's amazing. I love it so
2: much. Yeah, you've
0: made me proud. So absolutely, thanks, amazing. man. But what was nuts was there was a lot of people that were like, "Yeah, yeah, of course, I'd love to contribute. Take a cake, then." Oh no, I don't want a cake. Oh, there's quite a lot. Apparently, quite a lot that happened. So to all those people that donated, to all those people that bought cakes off of us in Cardiff on Cardiff High Street thank you so much to each and every single person that donated because it meant the world, like just, it was so great, like pouring it all out and it was just all over the table. I was like, this is amazing. And obviously the just giving as well was going crazy all day. Um, so it was just wonderful to see so many people contributing. So thank you so much, everybody who came and bought cake off us on Saturday and who contributed to the Sofa Lancaster foundation. It meant everything to us, everything. So thank you so much. And hopefully we'll see you all in a couple of weeks at Scruffy Murphy's. Um, so yeah, been playing a lot of God of War. I haven't really watched anything. We watched a bit of 24, still, we're still getting through that. Um, I've almost <laughs> finished Hawkeye. Um, I've got two episodes left, I think. Um, the problem is I still haven't seen Black Widow. Still I, think, watched it. Oh, I okay. think someone from Black Widow turned up and I was like, I don't know who this is. They are like, Dah! and I was like, oh. If I, I do if it's who I think it is, then yeah, it is. I don't I don't know who that is, so uh I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um I just wonder who Uncle is. There's Uncle that keeps popping up, and I'm like, I have no idea who that is. Um so I'm enjoying Hawkeye at the moment. Um and then what else have I done? Come on, Brain. Have you been to the cinema? No. We're meant to oh, because we want to go and see Duck, Duck Strange. I still haven't seen that yet. Uh, I've heard so many amazing things about it though. We're meant to go and see Morbius, then we just could not be bothered in the end. Oh, I watched, it. we watched Son the Hedgehog. Oh, it's the hedgehog. Oh, <laughs> no, was, there you go. He got awesome. there. <laughs> awesome, absolutely awesome. Loved it. just Jim Carrey. It's amazing, isn't it? That's all I care about is Jim Carrey. It's just the bit where he's dancing in the robot is just <laughs> one of the best things ever. <laughs> um i also really fucking laughed when you see sonic for the first time he screams the house down that was also absolutely hilarious um oh what a film loved it i really want to see the second one now but it's not in cinema anymore absolutely it not? not here not, not we could see <laughs> or if it is it's in the day obviously we work um so yeah, that was great sonic 2 was was apps ab- sonic sorry was absolutely amazing so i thoroughly enjoyed that
2: really good isn't
0: it yeah i missed off last week uh oh excuse me I'm so sorry Uh, last week I watched two football games for the first time in years Um, I watched Man City Real Madrid and I watched Rangers Leipzig Champions League semi-final and the Europa League semi-final and they were unbelievable games unbelievable games Man City 1-0 up Um, and Madrid had to score two goals but there was two minutes left and they scored two goals in a minute and I was losing my shit (laughs) it was went to extra time they scored again and knocked City out I was like this is incredible (laughs) and then the Rangers game on the Thursday um, Rangers were 2-1 down on aggregate so they had to score twice to qualify they scored twice in 20 minutes and then Leipzig scored with like 15 minutes to go so Leipzig were going through And then Rangers scored an absolute worldie with like five minutes to go and the whole of Ibrox lost its shit. And even I lost my shit. It's great for Scottish football, so it makes me happy. Um, I I was losing my mind. And I was like, this is the greatest fucking thing. It was good. It was just so much fun. Um, But Jamie. Yes. Last night, I did something I've never done in my entire life.
2: Okay. I watched
0: the Eurovision Song Contest. Oh dear Lord, why? But Sam Ryder the guy who sang for the UK
2: that's
0: used to sing in one of my favourite bands ever, Close Your Eyes. That's amazing. Which is nuts. I have a vinyl with him on. I didn't even know. <laughs> Someone mentioned yesterday, I was like, oh my God, that's where he's from. But that's
2: awesome.
0: my friend Paul Grace has, every year has the greatest commentary status on Facebook for Eurovision I've ever seen in my life. He was literally ripping the shit out of absolutely everyone. Until Moldova came on. And he just put, fuck me, Moldova must win. <laughs> Did you see it? I didn't know. Singing Hey Ho, Let's Go with mental accordion players, <laughs> violinists. Oh my God, Jamie, you have to find it. It's, it's, okay. it's the most amazing. Watch YouTube, go on YouTube watch Moldova's entry for the Eurovision and it'll make your life. I only saw bits from the Eurovision. Like I heard... I think it was Latvia's song,
2: which was fucking bizarre and amazing all of a sudden. Latvia
0: went in there. Well,
2: who was it? I heard there was a song anyway, just went, I don't eat meat, I eat veggies and pussy. And I was like, how is this a song in the Eurovision? Oh. Unless they That's... didn't get through to the final bit. I they didn't know. get through.
0: No, no, they didn't. No, okay. I didn't know that was a thing.
2: Like The Rasmus performing for Finland, which I thought yeah. was pretty cool, to be fair. And the fact awful. he's still got feathers in his hair. Uh, I saw everyone going on about the woman from Spain saying she should win it for her arse alone. I don't know. Like...
0: S- Spain were good,
2: <laughs> and just that Sam Ryder guy, though. Like, I what a voice on him! I've been following him on on TikTok for absolutely ages. He's one of the first people I followed on there. It's such an incredible voice.
0: The other half wanted Spain to win or Azerbaijan because Azerbaijan's was quite like emotional and his voice was unreal. Um, I really like Germany and they came last. So... <laughs> Electric call Boys should have done it. They would have smashed it.
2: What are Electric call Boys supposed to be doing?
0: They didn't get through. Oh, okay. They were supposed to represent Germany, and Germany came bottom. So I was like, "That's what you get." Well, <laughs> you know, even though he looked like uh, the the dude was amazing, the, the song was great. So, but obviously, no one liked it. So, um, but yeah, of course, Ukraine won. And fair play to them. Obviously, it, it's nice to show solidarity. Uh, uh, nice that yeah. shows like we stand with them and everything else because it's just nuts but we don't go to politics in the show no. but I've right. heard their
2: song wasn't great though I've not heard anything good about their song
0: it was it was rap folk rap folk yeah
2: that sounds interesting so apparently the all, lyrics are quite deep and meaningful it was, was alright to be lyrics, fair but...
0: It was, but you need to watch Moldova on YouTube just just trust me Jamie
2: okay I'll look at Moldova just trust,
0: and, and just watch their dancing it's great <laughs> it's so great like Moldova was the best thing about last night.
2: Fair I can't say I've ever watched it. I had no idea. And
0: Serbia did a song about COVID and washing hands. That was weird. And it got loads of points. Yeah. She was just (laughs) very like just stern Serbian (laughs) just with a sink in front of her washing (laughs) her hands. That's a little bit
2: weird. The wife watched it. She went to a friend and I was sort of getting running commentary about that. But I don't. I
0: didn't watch it. Not Serbia sure. was weird. Watch Serbia for weirdness, but watch Moldova just for fucking excellence. I'm, I'm going. Really they finished fifth, I think. Moldova, like, oh my god, they were amazing. Fair enough. So, so yeah, I watched the original Sun Andreas last night. It's funny because the other half mum was like, "Oh, you know, no one gives a shit. We'll watch it and be a laugh." But deep down, I think we actually all secretly really enjoyed it. <laughs> so, you know, it was so funny. The other half was just like oh yeah I don't really care Instagram watch my phone I was going to do other things I'll get some food etc and then we got back home and it hadn't finished I was like oh babe do you want to watch the results oh yeah <laughs> I, I don't care do you <laughs> and then she was proper on the sofa like going oh my god this is so tense oh my god <laughs> it was great it was Love great so yeah man that's been uh, that's been my week I'm just so happy to have a home. just She's the best thing ever. She comes in.
2: But uh, I
0: say we're all caught up then.
2: Shall we hear from these guys?
0: Cool. Come on, Braden. What's going on? All right. Is this thing on? Well, howdy doody, everybody.
2: Brayden Berry from Say We Can Fly, founder of Stay Cozy Clothing. Your one-stop shop for the coziest, most fashionable hoodies, t-shirts, and more. Gorsh, Mickey.
0: That's right, folks. And we're proud to say that we are now sponsoring... The Chronicles of Podcast. Ouch. Hosted by Tom and Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can get 10% off, man. That's right,
2: Shaggy. Just use the special code, the Chronicles, at checkout.
0: Out. Oh, boy! Oh. Jamie. <laughs> yes. It's us have Callum's treachings. There yeah, it is! Do you want to know something? Callum will be able to tell you. And Callum's treachings. It's cereal soup. Ooh. So, Callum is back once again. Like the renegade master with the ill behaviour. <laughs> Jamie? Yes, sir. Let's not fuck around.
2: No, what is. is
0: Callum Treating this week? We put something mint flavoured in our mouth every day, yet rarely swallow it. Um, there can't be many other flavours that have such a low swallow to taste ratio.
2: But I'm just saying the statement swallow to mint swallow to taste ratio my, my new favorite thing ever. It's
0: really weird though, isn't it? Because it's such a good point. Is there anything else you put in your mouth? You just spit afterwards. I mean, people do it with wine, don't they? But that's such <Yoon nordội>. a such a tory, twatty thing to do. <laughs> oh. oh yes, we oh, don't need that wine, disgusting, but is it, I can taste a nutty black currant flavour. Okay. Yes. Great, it was great, great, quite. Um, but yeah it was uh why do people do that why do you go to wider just fucking drink it apparently so they don't contaminate their mouth with previous flavors and plus it's stopping oh, in and drink i don't know just hell. fucking drink the wine there's so many there's so many things that you don't it'd be weird wouldn't it if you like was eating something and went mm-hmm, yeah it's lovely <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, i don't need that anymore <laughs> when you go around
2: like shops and sometimes they offer you samples you just give it a chew and just spit it back on their plate you know?
0: Nah. But he's got a point as well, because obviously we use toothpaste as the That's obviously, what he's referring to. Chewing gums, another one. He yeah. does not sort it was either. And what is it with mint? Is it the body's just like, you can have it in your mouth, that's fine. But if you've moved it in the esophagus or the stomach, we're going to die. Do you know what you think? I look at things like mint
2: chocolate and mint ice cream. I can't really think
0: of it any other times. It's because it's like completely combined and mixed in with something else. Yeah. You don't ever have to worry about the. Uh, Fair though, whoever looks at a mint plant and just goes,
2: going to have a chomp on one of them leaves?
0: Mint oh, sauce, no. though, no. Like, oh, no. What sure about that, man? Mint sauce is incredible. No, it's not. Don't like lamb, oh. so no thanks. But I'm still, we'll move on. Yes. What else is Callum us yes. this week? If somebody dies at the top of a water slide, the park employees will likely debate on how to get the body down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
0: What would you do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we might as well nice. give him one last ride. <laughs> See, my sick
2: sense of humour says that. But then the responsible part of the things, there's probably a lot of people at the bottom of down there who are going to get really fucking freaked out in a minute.
0: What if it's on, if it's on the way down, man, there's nothing to do about it, is there?
2: It, just, it depends where they go. If they're like stood at the top and they're about to go and they just drop and they've gone, you're like, Fuck.
0: Because you see the slides, as well that are like that. I've been on one and it was like a figure of eight and, it didn't, and I felt like it never ended and I just kept flying from side to side. mouth Like water in the mouth, face of the mouth. I was like, I'm going to die on this slide. <laughs> I am literally going to die. I it was like wet and wild years and years ago. I was like, this is the worst thing I've ever been on in my life. Never on that again. I don't see the fun in slides where you're moving so much that water is literally hitting the face. I was like, <laughs> it was horrible. It was so horrible.
2: I always feel like you expect the worst. of slides at swimming pools like you're going that fast and ready. You're like oh my god, I'm going to fly! I'm going to get to the end and I'm going to launch and I'm going to end up the other side of the room. I know you get there and you're like,
0: boom into the water. I uh, but I like a slide where you can just enjoy the ride. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the. I don't want the rush. Uh, you know, I'm not. I don't need the rush. I just want to enjoy it. I like a slide where you just go around for ages and you're like, that's is nice. Like like across the thing, I see everywhere below you. Apparently, there's one. I think it's in Stoke where you literally stand up.
2: And the floor opens on
0: you and you go. Oh, really?
2: Like, fuck that for a no. Just not not doing that ever.
0: Where was I? This might have been years and years ago. Again, I think this might have been when I was on holiday, years and years back. But I was in a dinghy, (laughs) like a rubber ring dinghy thing. And there was a big bowl, right? And it gets through it with a hole in the middle and it like dips into it. And they're like, I'm going to smack my head. Because you've got to go, there's a hole and you do that. But is the hole big enough? Like, have they accounted for the like fact that I'm six foot three? Have they accounted for that like there's tall people in the world? Well, I'm going to smack my head on the, on the other edge of the thing and the you will go and I won't go with it. Crazy. Crazy. Are you I, okay? I,
2: that's
0: fine. I want to go to Waterside now. Oh I, wanna, <laughs> I love water parks. They're great. They are so great. Um, but to answer your question, Callum, I have no idea what I'd do. I'd probably just be like, let's go in
2: anyway. I'm kind
0: of intrigued if that's ever happened. Now, I'll make it's got to go. Clear the pool. Clear the pool at the bottom. <laughs> clear the pool.
2: You've got five seconds. This is a fast slide. Clear the pool.
0: But still, we shall move on. Yeah. And finally, Jamie, what is Callum Treating us this week? Raw human is normal. Cooked human is not. I've never thought about it that way. Raw human is normal. Yeah, we are, because we don't... Yes. Unless you're a cannibal, I suppose. Okay. <laughs> I would, I've i always wondered, like, randomly, like, what we actually taste like.
2: Apparently chicken. I've heard
0: that before. Really?
2: Apparently. can't. I don't know from personal experience, obviously, but apparently
0: chicken. I love how everybody that's ever tasted anything ever that's never had it before, and then people go, what's it taste like? It's always chicken. It's never always chicken, beef. Yeah or lamb, or dog. It's always just like, it's definitely chicken. But is it, though? Probably isn't. It. But is it, though? Is it not just, you know, I bet it's weird. It's so isn't there a story about someone who cooked himself to eat him to find out what he tasted like? I'm pretty sure that happened in Germany or something. He barbecued his own hand or, or finger or something.
2: I mean, it wouldn't surprise me in the absolute slightest there's that many weird people in this world. Well. Yeah.
0: But, but Callum's got a good point. Raw human... Is definitely yes, and I don't want cooked human to ever be normal. Thank you very much. No, that no, please, please don't. I bet zombies love it. That must be so weird for some animals, to be fair, to realise that like we cook them and eat them. (laughs) Barry, Barry, Barry's back again. (laughs) Fuck run. He's got he's got the he's got the double pronged one this time. (laughs) Shit. And he's got is why is it running with a barbecue? And why is it lit? Oh shit. (laughs) Has he done? I thought dragon do do dogs find it where we pick their shit up behind him. Ah, oh, just had a lovely poo. Ah, oh, what that's, are you like, doing? Let's human. bury that. It's like, is, it, it, are you mental? What? Why are you pick?
2: What? Why put it in a bag for? Is what? it a trophy? I was just going to kick some dirt in and hope for the best.
0: Yeah, oh, so funny. But that was another edition of Callum's treachings.
2: Yeah, it was. That water slide one.
0: That that's a top tier treach. I love that so much. He brings them every week. He brings them every <laughs> single week without he fail. Does, it does never indeed. Never go wrong with a top tier treach like that. But Jamie, I know to follow this. Yes, you do. It's time for Tom's journal. Come on. And welcome to another edition of Tom's Journal. There's any Tom entries this week? Is there not? I don't think there is. Let me just have a quick look at the journal. There is one Tom entry. Oh, okay. So, Jamie, nursery rhymes, Yes. It's raining, it's pouring, the old man is snoring. He went to bed and bumped his head. And couldn't get up in the morning. Is yes. he dead? <laughs> He's dead, Possibly? isn't he? How fucking weird is that? To be fair,
2: there's the old stories and fables are messed up.
0: Yeah, so apparently there's a woman on TikTok who goes into the reasonings and dark reasons behind nursery rhymes. And this one is about someone who I can't remember who it is, but they, they fell over the their head and they died. That doesn't. And me. we sing this to kids. I've been reading. Olivia's
2: got this book of like fables and stories of that, and they're all like the traditional stories. My God, they are giving. Oh, they're just giving me the heebie-jeebies. No, oh, that. Reading, reading Hansel and Gretel and it was like this. Father just dumps his kids in the middle of the forest because they can't afford to look after them anymore. I'm like, what is going on? And they finally get home. The dad's like, "Ah, don't worry, stepmom died." Come on, kids! Like, what?
0: Yeah, crazy. Absolutely fucking just mental.
2: Bizarre stories.
0: But still, we digress.
2: We did.
0: Jamie, oat milk did to almond milk. What zoomed to Skype? What took it over? Yeah, just completely made it vanish for the I love almond milk. It is delicious. See, I brought some
2: oat milk this week
0: because of my issue. Point point made. It's fucking disgusting. Point made.
2: It's because I don't like almonds. So I thought I'd go with oat milk.
0: Oh, almond milk is incredible.
2: But oat um, milk in your cup of tea is the worst thing in the history of the world.
0: Almond milk is almond milk and coffee is wah, 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 lovely. Let's but, go. That's
2: a good point actually. Yeah, I did all it used to be almond or soya. Now everyone's used to drinking oat milk. Yeah.
0: Oh, you're going to be fucking sat on a rice. But still. (laughs) Where's a tit on a rice? Anyway. Jamie. (laughs) Yes? Crocs are dangerous. I'm not talking about the animal. You buy them thinking, these would be great for around the house. And then suddenly, grocery store crocs, mall crocs, birthday party crocs, and Jamie, wedding crocs. Please tell me they don't exist. <laughs> people fucking love them don't they I've never
2: worn a pair in my life they just look far too hideous for me to ever ever yeah I just I've
0: never it's almost like when little girls had jelly the jelly shoes things. I
2: remember them jelly clogs.
0: yeah and they've, they've obviously gone we'll make an adult version I think we'll make an adult version of these and we'll call them Crocs great idea
2: my friend Stefan messaged me with a picture the other day and he's like they sell Primark versions of Crocs I had to buy a pair and I was like no you didn't Stefan you didn't have to
0: didn't have to. People swear by them, don't they?
2: Yeah. I remember the, a couple of years ago when Kiss released their own brand of Crocs and I almost burnt every record I have.
0: Really? Would you yeah. have actually done that? Fuck no, come on. Look. Oh, exactly.
2: <laughs> I like to nope. exaggerate, you know me.
0: Don't make promises you can't keep, Jamie Westwood. <laughs> the
2: fact that they exist, I was like, you will literally stick your logo and name on fucking anything, won't you?
0: It's like Krusty the Clown. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> I really feel that vampires should be able to get drunk. They literally have to be alive forever, so let them have this. Vampires have no blood, so they will get drunk faster than people. Charlie, pulling over a shirtless Carlisle at 4am. Dr. Cullen, your blood alcohol content is literally 100%. How are you not dead? Oh, <laughs> contraire, Sir Carlisle. I'm absolutely dead.
2: I'm surprised they don't drink in the Twilight movies anyway. They've ignored every other
0: thing in Vampire Law. Is so, that because they have really high metabolism or something? So oh, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like The Flash. But you are absolutely right. Give them a break. Let
2: don't get pissed. Yeah, fuck it. Just, they're
0: they're alive for hundreds of years. I've got a, a mind-blowing <gasps> moment for you now. What if, Jamie, what if we are all characters in the book... What if, when you forget what you were going to say, it's the author backspacing? Guys, why isn't everybody reblogging? This is a scientific breakthrough. And when you've had a sense that you've been through a certain day or moment before, it's because the author's rewriting the same part of the story, just with better context. Don't do this to me. Do you know how much The Matrix fucked in my mind the
2: first time I watched it? Don't do this to me. Really? (laughs) Yeah, it really freaked me out. I was like, what if that's real? What if we are just a simulation? How would we ever know? Well, you won't. So don't worry about it. So it might be happening. We could be a simulation.
0: There's a reason Keanu Reeves is in this world. They ruined the Matrix anyway, the the latest movie, so don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm not saying writers are crazy, but I once watched two 50-year-old men, 50-plus, have a fist fight at a dinner over whether a flea, that bit a werewolf become a wereflea. <laughs> if you're wondering why the flea needs to bite the wolf to get it and not vice versa, congratulations. Now you understand why there was a fist fight. <laughs> And since everybody wants to know who won, there is no official winner. But I personally think team wereflea should have got the, the win on points. Really nifty shuffling right cross on that one. <laughs> That's
2: the best thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I don't want that to exist either because they could infect people a lot easier than a
0: werewolf could. Oh, yeah, because you can't fucking see them. Precisely. You'd be fucked. Little bastards. Werefully. <laughs> this really made me laugh. And I do believe your wife put this around. She's known. Cows. Cows are really fucking calm because in the whole floor is food.
2: <laughs> yeah, she <you> did. <do. laughs>
0: <laughs> because that's a great point
2: it is a great point isn't
0: it <laughs> if I was a cow I'd be like oh my fucking god I'm with the fattest fucker in the world look at all this shit how are we not eating all this don't they have like three stomachs as well like let's fucking enjoy this bad boy if, if cows up their initiative you'd never need a lawnmower would you no <laughs> This is this is Molly, Molly the cow. <laughs> I don't need a fucking lawnmower. This is me lawnmower. She does two fucking. She does four things at once.
2: She eats the grass and then she fertilizes the land straight afterwards.
0: So down in hell, right? Demon, we will punish you for your gluttony. Me, sweet, because I'm a glutton for punishment. Demon, quiet exactly. the walkie-talkie. Can I get a supervisor over here, please?
2: (laughs) 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 Fuck that. That's so bad that it's
0: great. (laughs) It's amazing, isn't it? (laughs) Jamie, life is about perspective. You might think you're a lion, but to some people, you're a dick. (laughs) Oh, I loved that when I saw that. (laughs) That's fucking amazing. I love that. (laughs) Uh, Something more up your alley. DC related. Okay. People get so confused trying to figure out the Lois, Clark and Superman situation that somehow they've come to the conclusion that Clark is cheating on Lois with Superman. I mean, Lois clearly has something to hide. Everyone from here to Krypton sees Superman fly with her with a chast hand around her waist. But Clark puts an awful lot of effort into making sure no one ever gets a pick of him and Superman together. What is he worried Lois will see? People shake their heads sadly every time Superman visits the Daily Planet. And then Clark emerges from a closet, dishevelled and tucking a shirt back into his pants. But if Lois won't see it, there's nothing they can do. That's amazing.
2: (laughs) Why have I never thought of that before? That needs to be put into a comic. That is amazing. It's great, isn't it? <laughs> I feel stupid that I've never heard that before. That's so true. That's amazing, I like that. I was just
0: like, "Yeah, that's a really good point." Yeah, actually, yeah, bastard. Right, Bronte Clark. Jamie. Yes. Witches and cowboys are the same entity, but are separated at night and day. <laughs> okay. Could you kindly elaborate, Tom? Yes, I can. Big silly hats. Dangerous aura. One's guns. Mm-hmm. Midnight, high noon. Mm-hmm. Robes. Ponchos, <laughs> stockings with boots, chaps with boots, magic incantations, ye hawes and slang, <laughs> bear with, bruise potions, brews alcohol, rides broom at night because horses are sleeping, rides horses at day because brooms are recharging. Can't swim. Moonshine is an alcoholic potion brewed by witches and cowboys. Moon to represent the witching hour and shine for sunny high noons. Rooting tootin', tooting, tall shooting, fire burn and cowboy bootin'. Eye of newt and spicy beans, to a frog in denim jeans, whiskey grits and demon spittle. Toss it to my iron griddle. With the tannin of our hides, something wicked this way rides. That
2: is phenomenal. It's moments like I realise why I love the internet so much.
0: Great, isn't it? (laughs) That is phenomenal. It is great. But, Jamie. Yes. One last entry. It's really, really serious. Okay? We have an unsolved mystery on our hands. You're not going to mess with my head again like a car thing, are we? Unsolved mystery on our hands, Jamie. Okay. Unsolved mystery. Cotton Eye Joe! (laughs) Where did he come from? Where did he go? If you have any emotion, please contact our producers.
2: I <laughs> 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 wonder if they ever did actually answer that question. I don't think so. Is it about an STI? Probably. The most songs from the 90s are about drugs or sexually transmitted diseases, so probably. And that was another edition!
0: Of Tom's Journal.
2: <laughs> oh, before we move on, I just remembered. The uh, the show's number one fan, Claire Jones, she answered something from a journal entry a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah? About birds swimming. She found a video of a bird swimming. I'm going to put it on the screen. I'll, I'll attach it properly. I hope you can see Oh, the one that
0: Luke brought to the show. Would you rather be a bird?
2: Was it that? Was it what Luke brought? I don't know if you can see it. But... That's nuts. And it emerges from the water with just a massive fish in its mouth.
0: Brilliant. That's a, that's so there you go. I bet that was an amazing dinner. It happened. There you go, Luke. A bird can actually swim. There you go. Um, Frank, what have you got to tell us? Hey there. I'm Frank Guglielmelli, and I'm the narrator for the audio drama feed. Featuring such audio dramas as Bounty Hunters, Marty and Mars, Val Toby, and so much more. You can find all of these wonderful programs on Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Or you can go to our website at www.audiodramafeed.com. We are thrilled to be affiliated with the Chronicles of Podcasts with Tom and Jamie. I do love that man's dorset tones. They are great, aren't they? It's a beautiful, beautiful New York... I think it's New Yorkers accent. It's somewhere around the vicinity of there anyway. Um, Thank you so much, Frank. Please go check out Audio Drama Feed. All of your audio drama needs. Jamie. Yes, sir. The piece is here, but four of them haven't turned up.
2: Oh.
0: So we've just got the one.
2: That's fine. Is that all Good. It's
0: a damn good piece. It's fine. Wonderful. Welcome! To the chronicles of neptune rain neptune rain a band based in well i say based in chowdham they're yeah. based all over the fucking country and other countries as well um they are a wonderful five piece uh that are just one of the biggest bands i think to come over the next coming years uh and luckily we had the pleasure to sit down with rob knights the bassist from the band
2: it's an incredible conversation, and it's safe to say these are going to be huge one day. Like they've been played on Radio One at the minute. Tom is literally obsessed, so you know that, that always helps.
0: I just think they're fantastic. I it just they're so fresh sounding. Like I said, it's just like they've taken two thousands new metal and thrown it into twenty twenty and gone. We'll make our own version of this. It's just great. I just think that I just think there's big things coming from. I really do absolutely and rob is a great person to sit down to he told the
2: story for all five members of the band which i thought was amazing his knowledge and everything that goes on within that band is incredible and it shows how much work they've put into this band because as tom just said they're all over the fucking country and the fact they come together and create such incredible music this is a great conversation and guys if you are coming to our show on may 28th you're going to love seeing this band live because as we just said they're incredible and it's going to be amazing
0: Please go and check out Chaos and Light. It's available on Spotify. Uh, they are also on YouTube. And you can also check them out on social media where you can watch Kieran covering some absolutely incredible tracks. Um, they have been doing an, a stellar job, a stellar job. And uh yeah, I'm very much looking forward to seeing them on May 28th. Uh this conversation is so much fun. Rob, like jovi just said, so knowledgeable in the ways of Neptune Rain, so knowledgeable in the ways. Of all the other members as well, so it was an absolute pleasure. We understand, guys. You didn't want to join us; it's absolutely fine. We we know, we get it. Don't worry. We hear you. We see what's going on. It's absolutely fine. No, I'm just I'm just joking, but yes, this is one not to be missed. Get your tickets for May twenty eighth right fucking now, right now, Jamie. <laughs> yes,
2: sir. Any final words at all? Just a massive thank you to Rob. Really appreciate you coming on. And as people are going to enjoy
0: this one because it's a glorious conversation. It's great. Rob, thank you so much, man, for taking the time out to sit down and talk to us. Neptune Rain, boys, thank you so much for coming to do our show, play our show with us in a couple of weeks. We literally cannot wait. It's going to be so much fun. Guys, enjoy this interview. It's a fucking doozy. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, interviewing this week the bassist from the band Neptune Rain. They are from all over the fucking place. It's Rob Nita. Sorry, I'm so far away. <laughs> I was gonna say it's just like the room consumes you. I know.
1: Yeah, it's it looks a bit weird at the moment as well because I'm currently in the process of building a wardrobe. But like this is usually my music room, so I've usually got guitars and stuff behind me. But uh, it's uh, uh... it's all a bit sort of moving at the moment. But. Uh, yeah, the reason why I'm so far away is I've got like two monitors up there. So, uh, <laughs> what? Is it on the wall? Uh, pretty much, yeah. So I've got like a, a music desk. In fact, if I can take this off, I might be able to show you. Oh, fucking hell!
2: Yeah, yeah. room tour. We love a room tour.
1: Let's do, it. Let's, let's do this. It's only got so much cable, but uh, you can sort of see. Got my keyboard there. It's you. Oh, it's me. Hey, you. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, work in progress. But it's going to be
0: like my music desk so uh yeah it's all good at the moment oh sweet so how, how are you two yeah, yeah that's bad. Good, thanks man, man. appreciate yeah. it i realized that the boys were like you can talk to them were you and, yeah i'm not interested thanks <laughs> so, as, do you want rob just do it yourself all right and we'll just see you later <laughs> <laughs> so no you know, i fully we fully understand we we, we, yeah, we hear you right we hear you saturday 28th don't worry yeah we might we're looking just, forward to it yeah it's gonna be great it's gonna be absolutely bang I'm, I'm just yeah it's gonna be so much fun we have never podded live ever we've never oh. put a show on before we've never done anything of the sort um so it's gonna be quite interesting uh let's put I'll it that say way. you're smashing it so far i
1: don't want to put pressure on but you guys are smashing it so far like all the all the publicity the band sound really cool like i'm really buzzing for it but ah oh, i oh, too- love it I am loving the backdrops as well, guys. That's cool. Oh, thank you. I I feel feel like I'm letting the side down with my sort
0: of... (laughs) Oh, fuck off. (laughs) Fuck off. You are not letting any side down, Rob. We still appreciate the fact that you've still joined us and that you're still willing to sit here and chat to us for the next hour and a bit. So, yeah, it's thoroughly appreciated. We're very excited to delve into all things Neptune Rain and music and everything else. So it's going to be good fun. Basically, what happens is Jamie... We'll start off with, uh, where he'll do an introduction. And it like lures you into a false sense of security. So you you feel quite comfortable and calm, and this is going to be all right. And then what happens, Rob, is we absolutely bombard the living shit out of you (laughs) with questions. All right. Brilliant. Sounds fun. (laughs) Wonderful. Jamie, please, uh, as you were, sir. Let me
2: introduce. Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, on May 28th, we are hosting a live show in aid of the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. And joining us that day are four excellent bands. And today's guest is from a group that we know we needed from the moment we heard them. Joining us today is bass player Rob Knight, because these are the Chronicles of Neptune Rain.
1: Hey, guys.
0: Pleasure, sir. Pleasure. Like I said, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. you still coming. Either the other guys just literally were like,
2: nah, can't be fucked."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure so, that wasn't going through the heads. No, I know. I I,
1: <laughs> no, it's an honour. I'm really, really pleased to be here. And um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm kind of a bit nervous, actually, but well, I'm I? excited. I don't know. I just I, I, I think it's the, the build up was so big and and uh, like, I to feel like we're going to been lifted to this important platform now. So I'm going to be like, OK, but
0: nice. it would be good fun. So first things first, then we'll start with the really hard hitting, the really nitty gritty shit. And that Ooh. is how was the last two years been for you?
1: Crazy. I mean, I, I imagine probably everyone would answer the same question question in a similar way so uh, <laughs> it's a similar sort of words but it's just been all over the place um I mean obviously lockdown and and Covid was just a, a big thing across the whole music industry um and it just had huge impact and we really were struggling to adapt I think initially um like we were sort of trying things and some things were working and some things weren't some things worked for a while and then didn't work so well afterwards um, so, lots of sort of just trying to adapt and just kind of stopping, reevaluating. Re-evalu- like, we had a lot of Zoom meetings just um, pretty much every other week, just sort of going, all right, where are we? Is this where we want to be? You know, do we change this? Do we keep this going? So, um, there's lots of that it still is, to be honest.
0: Okay, now, and on a personal level, everything all are good. Yeah. Everything okay? Yeah, not bad. Not bad
1: at all. It's, um, I say, uh, again, like, uh, I think it's probably be, the same for a lot of bands if they're completely honest but like it, it does sort of test you as a band as well because obviously you're not always in the same room together and there have been times where we have spent a lot of time together and it's almost been too much and then there have been times where we haven't spent enough time we kind of lose track of things so it's yeah. um, just trying to find that balance and kind of in I think when when we've really hit our spot it's gone really really well um and when we sort of sort of um things gone a little bit off then we struggled um but you know it's, it's like anything it's a roller coaster you have your ups and downs we managed
2: to get like band practices. I know some bands are doing like band practice over Zoom and things like that.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's been a difficult thing as well, especially actually now that we're a five-piece. Um, like we, I think initially we were just sort of like the three of us. Um, uh, and it was it was fine, but it just didn't feel the same without a drummer. Uh, and now we've got Joe; it's it's really really good. But then, of course, the flip side is just trying to get us all coordinated. Uh, but we get we're getting practices in, and when we do, it's it's a lot of fun. We're, like we all we all just have a really kind of good dynamic together. I mean, it's more just hanging out with mates than practice seems to be honest. So uh, I'm I'm all down for
0: that. For the well, for the quality of stuff you've produced, I can tell that it's dynamic and fun. It's yeah. phenomenal. Um, we, we have a lot of fun. Yeah, good. I'm glad. I mean, I was introduced to you uh, by the legend that is Jasper Barrett. Oh, Jasper. Uh, we love Jasper. And who doesn't, Rob? Yeah. Who doesn't? Um, <laughs> and we we were taught, me and Jamie were toying with the idea of doing a live show and we weren't entirely sure what we were going to do to like progress us further as well as a podcast. Um, and we thought, fuck it, we'll put, we'll put a show on. Um, he was like, You need Neptune Rain on your show. And I was like, Okay, never heard of these guys before. He's like, Yeah, local. I think you like them a lot. So went ahead and whacked on. Uh, if, if that was love, I think it's because you went to, chaos, went to chaos and Light and just went, Bosh, and I heard it a little bit of this yes, and went, Oh, okay, then that's going on repeat for the next. Four five months <laughs> uh, incredible absolutely incredible my oh, other half is, my other half is really excited to see you guys on the 28th. so oh, brilliant. um yeah so it was an uh, it was, so you were the first guys I reached out to because I was like I want to around the bill I just want them on there um so yeah very so thank you very much personally for doing this for, like for playing for us and oh. whatnot it's gonna be. It's gonna be mental. If no one gets a ticket, you're fucking missing out. I'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Yeah, it's gonna be a blast. This show.
2: So take us back, sir. Before the idea of becoming a rock star and a musician entered your head, what did you want to be when you grew up?
1: Oh, that's that is a difficult question. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I'm one of those people who even now I really don't know what I want to do with my life. I'm sort of always been a bit sort of chaotic and i sort of tried things going oh is that going to work is that not going to work so i tend to just kind of go with the flow and, and see what happens and just throughout sort of trying things and things working and some things not i just sort of ended up on this crazy adventure and some suddenly uh, i'm in a band that's getting played on radio one and it's, it's it's crazy really how it all works out it's just sometimes there's a lot to be said for you know if you, if you don't know what you're doing in life just try stuff and see what happens <laughs>
0: So, <laughs> so how did you know that because you're but you play bass don't you i play bass yeah yeah so what made you go god this is wonderful i really love this music scene you know because bassists tend to be not the forgotten guys but no like how, how do i explain it they always seem to be in the in the background everyone's yeah. like oh the drummer yeah oh guitarist woo focus is the front and that's it
1: that's it yeah. <laughs> yeah oh yeah oh yeah there is the, ba-
0: oh, like, the bass I, oh oh yeah
1: we, we always have this joke in the band actually that um like if you think of all of the sort of big big rock bands of, like the the past sort of 20 30 years like you're going to often name like the vocalist and, and the guitarist occasionally the drummer if they're doing something interesting but no one can remember the bassist <laughs> <laughs> see i get oh, i'm a kiss fan so got, i'm sorted on that one ah oh, there you go yeah actually that fair play that is that is a big exception to the rule everyone in
2: Kiss and knows. the Beatles they're like the only
0: exceptions to yeah. that
2: rule Sorry. definitely hello anyway Ringo Starr
0: <laughs> that famous oh, that basis for the Beatles oh, yeah. Ringo Starr <laughs> <laughs> so what made what what lured you to bass guitar and what made you go down where well, did you do something beforehand or is, is it always been bass for you um actually similar to the whole background thing um I'm I'm one of those and
1: I think a lot of bassists will say the same um I'm one of those guilty people who was a guitarist uh, and then became <laughs> a reluctant bassist it's actually it has kind of worked out that way um because uh, I remember my first band I was in um they were sort of looking for a bassist uh and uh the drummer in the band sort of reached out and and sort of said oh you know we're, we're looking for a bassist. can you play bass i've never played bass before it's like well you can play guitar so you can play bass
0: <laughs> it's just two less strings <laughs> and I, I yeah pretty much
1: and i just i almost fell into it by accident in all honesty like i do enjoy playing bass i like, don't get me wrong but it was sort of one of those things where i then became known as like a reliable bassist in our sort of local scene so people would reach out and go, oh, we need a bassist for the, for the band. Rob, do you want to have a go? And of course, like I said, I'm one of those people that I'll just sort of try stuff because why not, you know? And, and I do love playing music, like regardless what instrument I'm playing. So it just kind of sort of happened that way. Uh, and a, a similar thing with, with matching rain, it was our sort of old guitarist at the time. Um, uh, our front man, Kieran sort of started the project with, uh, with Simon, our, our current guitarist, uh, and they were looking out for a bassist and, and, uh, and they're like, um, oh, Rob, Rob plays bass, and then there I am, sort of in the band, and it's, it's, yeah, it's almost just become my thing, um, and I love it. It's, it's great fun. It's just, um, it's one of those things where I'm not really the sort of person that likes being the centre of attention as well. I quite like being a bit more in the background because uh, okay. then you can sort of step forward when you want to, but you can mm. kind of hold back when it when it feels right. I like that kind of dynamic.
0: No, oh, nice. So what? Sort of what musical influences, have you had growing up, then was have you always been to rock music, or is there, is there rap in there, or R and B, or dance? Oh, all over the place. Well, I think the the big
1: raps always come from kind of things. But my um, we we do sort of playlists on Spotify every so often where we kind of show our individual interests. And uh, my music uh, is probably maybe the most eclectic. That might be they might argue with me with that one, but it's it's all over the place. Um, I'd say probably like my biggest loves are like classical music and heavy metal, which are, really? like in their way like two completely different sides. Yeah.
0: Wow! I was not expecting. I was. not expecting that.
1: Yeah, Ollie is <laughs> a big metal head as well, actually. So there is a that's kind of where the metallic side comes from.
0: Um, okay. But yes, yeah, our, our taste are all over the place. I do love a bit of Mozart on the 12th or the fifth choir, the concerto and then give me <laughs> yeah. some fucking Slayer as well, mate. i do not both. All right.
1: <laughs> I remember actually the first time um, I gave uh, Ollie a, a lift to, to, I can't remember where we are going. I think we we're going to, it might've been the frog and fiddle gig we did in, in Cheltenham, actually. And he, he hopped in the car and his only knowledge of me at that point is, oh, I was the other metal head in the band. So he fully expected me to be blasting like, you know, he- heavy rock and heavy metal. And I had classic FM on, and he was like, "Sorry, Granddad." <laughs>
0: <laughs> at ten man out on the road, literally looking literally at the windscreen, <laughs> <the>, Mozart <laughs> on in the back. <laughs> 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 you bloody Hammonds!
1: What are you
2: doing? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: so, so when did the band actually start? Then I know you say you joined a little bit later on from the beginning, but when did it, when did it all begin?
1: Um I mean not long before I joined actually it was 2019 um the guys were sort of sending each other messages um on ban- um on my band and uh, there's a little Facebook group that I actually coincidentally um co-run called Cheltenham Musicians on Facebook uh, which is another kind of thing of just getting musicians together for for bands uh, but they were they were sort of getting stuff started from about August 2019 sort of sending each other messages and I think they, they the, the first official meetup was um, late September or earlier October time. And, uh, and then a few weeks later, they brought me down just to sort of see what they were all doing. Um, we went round to Kieran's house and we're just sort of like writing tunes and things like that. And I was getting involved. And I think instantly they were like, oh, Rob seems to be kind of on the same kind of wavelength. And um, I quite enjoyed meeting up with them, And it all just sort of organically fell into place.
0: Incredible. Okay. I love
1: it when shit happens. It's great. It is. It's so rare, but when it does happen, it's such a satisfying feeling because you don't even have to try. It just sort of feels Yeah,
0: Because nice. I think you struggle to find people that are dedicated to the course as well. You find people that struggle that are like, oh, I'd love to be in a band. And then two shows like, oh... Yeah, sorry, I, I, I've got this thing. My hamster's uncle's in town, yeah. So like, I've got to, I've got to take him to, to Bellevue, and then I've got to drive back. So I'm not going to, to make it today. And actually, I probably won't make it for the rest of my life because I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what they're all thinking under the surface. Yeah, when yeah. That. <laughs> no, it's true. It's, uh, I think, I think, uh, you know pretty much everyone's been in one of those bands that, that, you know, that's been in bands has had that band where they're sort of struggling to sort of pull people along and the hearts aren't really in it. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think with us, I think because everyone's really passionate about music in their own ways, it's worked really well. Um, and I think the other thing which is which is quite odd for us is we're all very different musically. So there's always the risk of that kind of creative differences kind of problems kind of arising. But I think because, we all, we're all quite open-minded in our own ways, or at least I think we are. <laughs> um, I think because of that, it's always kind of worked out because even if we're not doing something that's exactly tailored to us individually, we can kind of appreciate the musical merit in it. Um, and because mm. of that, you get like that weird kind of eclectic sound that we've got.
2: Okay. I like that, One thing you need though to stand out in the music industry, though, it, it's, a, it's a great name, let's be honest, and you guys have a great name. So where did that come from? Who gets, who's the genius gets the credit for coming up with Neptune Marine?
1: Well, I'm going to credit that to myself, but I would. Um, <laughs> no, it's, uh, we were, we were bouncing it. We did the classic thing of um, bouncing around names. So we just kind of put together lists of words that we thought worked. And then we we're just kind of trying to work out whether it's going to be sort of two words or three words um, and then just meshing things together and, until things worked out and we probably went through loads of different kind of ideas um and eventually we i I don't even know why but we're just like neptune sounds cool but um and it's got a link to cheltenham as well so i don't know oh yeah you guys are aware of it but yeah Yeah. so you got like neptune fountain and um the place that we were rehearsing at the, the pirate studios there is in neptune park um which originally we we're going to have as a band name, we're like that. No, that's far too close to Lincoln Park. We can't have that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 almost did it, and then we're like, no, come on, guys, that's just cheesy. Um, but um, no, but if, if there's any Neptune Parks, it's like because we're a Lincoln <laughs> Park fans, it's just a bit too close. Um, and then yeah, we sort of I think you sort of other words to go with it, and then um, I suggested rain. I said like Neptune rain sounds really evocative. And um, the guy's like, "Oh, that's all right. We'll keep with it for now. That sounds reasonable. Like, let's just go with that until we think of something better." <laughs> uh, and here we are, like two years later, still with that road. But I, I think a part of what sealed the deal was we actually retrospectively, like because you always the the sensible thing for any band to do because it's so hard to come up with an original name nowadays is to just google your name because chances are there'll be another band out there with the same name and we couldn't find one um we did some proper thorough searching but what we did find is that there's this theory that on uh neptune it rains diamonds and weirdly this is quite freakish like at the time we were we were writing um a piece of music that just it, it never really Turned into anything, it might do at some point, but it had the sort of the working title Diamonds because one of the lyrics was Diamonds. Um, and we're just like, that's that's too perfect, so we we sort of stuck with it
0: amazing, yeah. Because there's, the Chelten- there's the Cheltenham Neptune's uh touch in American football team as well that I mm. know. Um, um right. Neptune Neptune,
1: Neptune Gin, I think, as well in in um in Cheltenham. There's a, yeah, there's lots of sort of references to it.
0: There you go, so this makes sense, doesn't it? Mm. So- and
1: um, I, again, the guy's not quite as aware of this link, but me being a bit of a classical music nerd, uh obviously Holst wrote the planet suite and Holst was born in Cheltenham. So she <laughs> so got next to there point. as well. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's almost like Rob, the stars aligned, the, the planets all well, funnily enough, the planets <laughs> all to all the exact same thing. And it was all this like meant to be it's all there in the aura and the ether. I like, like oh, to yeah. do that. It sounds yeah. it
1: sounds more impressive than uh Sheen Rain will do. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Until we think of some of better boys, we'll, we'll yeah. stick with that for now. <laughs> we'll just stick with that one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so as far as songwriting goes, then different obviously different bands have different ways of doing it. How does it work for you guys? Does does Kieran write all the lyrics and you guys do the music or is it a group thing? Or?
1: Um, I mean, Kieran's very much the sort of the, the soul of it. Like most of the ideas originate from him. Um, so quite often he'll actually write uh, lyrics tend to come later, but he'll usually write a sort of a melody um, or a, even a sort of raw song idea just with program drums and things like that. Uh, and kind of goes, guys, what do you think of this? And we'll either go nah, not feeling that or that's really cool. We could do something with that. And then from then on, we all just kind of go into our own little bubbles. And I think some of this originated in lockdown because we did have a phase um very early on where we were all writing together and just sort of tweaking things in front of um in, in like in front sitting in front of logic. Um, but I think after during lockdown, because we couldn't write together, we all started this sort of dynamic where we all kind of do our own little bits, kind of put it into a Google Drive, and then people go, nah, try that or tweet that or that sounds good i'll try doing that over the top we just kind of keep sending bits of mp3s and sort of wav files and and ice all over the place and eventually the sort of songs come together to a point where we think okay that'll do um and we're really we tend to just have to really strictly impose deadlines on ourselves because it just gets a bit out of hand you know you're still working on the same song about three months later and um eventually we just have to go right we're never going to be completely happy between all of us. So let's just go with, with this because we're all reasonably happy with that. Um, and then, you know, we sort of work on it. And then after it's all been mixed and mastered, we look back and go, actually, yeah, that was a good decision. So.
0: And yeah, Chaos and Light became, uh, uh it was an EP that obviously you guys released in 2021?
1: Yeah. Uh, it was a 2020.
0: I know it's around there. Oh,
1: yeah, no, it was um, yeah, it was the end, end of twenty twenty. So we we it was a bit confusing because we sort of re-released it with a few more tracks um, last year. I'm so pleased um, you did, just as an extended edition, which which is weird because we call it an EP, but now that with the extended edi- edition, it's technically an album. I think in terms of length, So we're we're sort of. Done. That was one of those things that we're making it up a little bit as we went along. We just sort of, we'd already released EP and we're like, well, we haven't played it live yet because COVID's a thing. So let's just kind of extend the era a little bit and just add some more tracks and demos that we wanted to be on it originally. So um, that's what that is. (laughs) Nothing left to save. Ah, I love that track. unbelievable track. I'm glad you like that one because that's that's one of my favorites. I think as a as a band, it's probably one of our least favorites. But really? I love I I love I'm a sucker for that for that bridge. I love the bridge.
0: Yeah, same. Same. I have just like I've been listening to it nonstop today as well, because you know, I'm not trying to suck your dick or anything, Rob, but literally, <laughs> like I think the way you guys have gone, the style you've got, the sound you have, I think you'll fucking take on the world. I really, uh, really you. do. That's because... really kind of you start from the beginning was like okay let's get into the meaty part but you're like oh my god the date new metal it's like 2020s new metal rather than back in the it's just incredible um so yeah that's interesting
1: that you said that actually because um I mean obviously one thing we've had a few people say is that it sort of feels a bit throwbacky um and I think a lot of that comes from the fact that we're we're not getting on but like we're I think we're most I mean uh, Ollie's the youngest but um a lot of us are sort of 30s now um and uh, a lot of our influences are that sort of early noughties kind of sound. Um, but at the same time, you know, we're all musicians, we're all listening to new stuff. And I think that sort of subliminally and sometimes intentionally works its way into our music. So mm. it's, um, there is a little bit of that sort of old meets new.
0: It's great. It's absolutely great. So how did Curse Light like become a thing then? Was it just uh, we're in lockdown, we can't really do a whole other lot, should we just release something? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we
1: we had a plan to release an EP anyway, um, but the plan originally was to do it sort of slightly more old school. We were going to release an EP and, and have a sort of launch gig and have a few gigs maybe before we actually release the EP. Um, that was sort of our plan at the start of 2020. Um, you know, we had a few demos at that point, and we, we were pretty sure of what we wanted the track list to be, um, even at the start of 2020 uh and then lockdown happened and we're like damn it we well we can't play shows now that's just completely out the window what do we do um so we decided to do these little lockdown covers because we thought well we, we can't just release an ep with no one to actually listen to it so um we sort of tried to build a little bit of a following online and we did little lockdown covers and we we made this little thing called NRTV which is uh, was a sort of show like quirky show we do with like little games between us and we we'd bring friends from other bands on and all that kind of stuff so it was it was it was, that was good fun actually in its own way it was it was weird time just because of lockdown but uh made it a bit more fun and bearable um yeah and then we we released uh, if that was love sort of mid i think it was about august september that year um and uh it just started to sort of snowball and started doing really well and we were really pleased with with how it was going
0: incredible That's
2: amazing obviously does the band that you have now still resemble that same sound when you guys started because obviously you said earlier brought in new members in the group mm. to sort of fill it out a little bit how much did that change the dynamic of the sound of the band
1: um i think sonically it's uh in some ways, more similar than you'd probably expect considering that the, the members have changed. I think probably because, again, the core is essentially Kieran. Um, but I think if anything, it's got a more harder, like live sounding edge. It's a bit more riffy than it was before. Um, and a big part of that, I think, is certainly like um, Ollie's influence. He's, he's very much big into his sort of hard hitting, heavy riffs. Um So if if you sort of hear the difference, for example, between final round and if that was love, it's a bit more kind of you hear a bit more the guitars in the mix as well, I think. Um, But I mean, the terms of the whole sort of like rap meets rock thing, like that's that's been a thing from the start. Um, Our first when when we were first sort of putting things together, um, as part of sort of starting the band up, Kieran had a demo for um, All Pain No Gain. Uh, which originally was going to be our first single, um, and uh, that was a little bit more kind of electro world. The original demo that it hasn't changed an awful lot, but um, and the, as soon as, as as myself and Simon and the the original members got involved in it, it became a bit more rocky just because it had a band working on it. Um, but it was essentially the same kind of feel.
2: Love it. So you just mentioned a minute ago. You mentioned Final Round. Obviously, the su- the song that came out not that long ago now, really. Is, it, is is this a sign of a new record coming or is it's just uh we've got a song let's get it out of
1: there uh can't say too much but we do we definitely yeah we can we've got a lot of more stuff on the way um there's there's a few tracks that will be released at some point this year um mm. and yeah they they're sounding big it's I, I hate saying this because it sounds so cliche, but every time we release something, pretty much, I'll, I'll be like, OK, this is the best thing we've done yet, uh, which is good. Like, I think it's good to have that mentality about your own music. Um, as much as it sounds egotistical, it's 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 good to have that kind of feeling of sort of satisfaction with it. And I think, you know, if if a, if a song that you're working on is your favourite thing at that point in time, then, you know, you're onto something good. Because even if no one else likes it, then you produce something that you believe in. Yeah. So. So, so I feel
0: every single week.
2: I was going to say that's exactly how we feel. We do an interview we're like that's the best one yet.
0: <laughs> um, so I could never work it out, and I imagine it's probably going to be Kieran, but he raps and yes. sings. For just, he I obviously, know. I guess, because it's when it's produced and edited, it like and whatever else, and finally, and mastered and everything else. It doesn't sound like it's him both times because yeah. i've always wondered who actually does do the rapping in the song but that's incredible that he does there,
1: it is there is there's obviously a little bit of that on the thing but you'll you'll see it when when we play live it's actually impressive like there, there have been a few times where we've been practicing where we've gone no like no, here you you need to have someone else sing that line or or leave that bit out because the transition's too quick yeah. but he can he can flip so quick um, there's uh, I think it, it, we, we do do a little feature called Kieran Covers because um, a lot of people oh. quite enjoy watching his stuff oh yes and uh, he, he's done done a few Linkin Park ones and that's always impressive because obviously you know you've got Mike Shinoda and Chester Bennington uh, doing the vocals on that and you'll just go from one to the other as if it's nothing and you think you breathe man breathe yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I've got to admit I am a bit of a fan of K, Um and it's always quite cool to be in a band with someone that you actually admire on that level as well as being a friend. Um, but yeah, no, it's, he does do the vocals for both. Um, and uh, it's it's quite weird as well, because it's sort of almost like a London Linkin Park as well, because he goes full kind of gangster and he's rapping. It's great. <laughs> Um, the fact, fun story. When we when we were recording final round, um, it was uh, me, Ollie, and him in, in the room. We did it in his his um, his sort of uh, little studio um, up in his house at the time, uh, and uh, Plastic sort of like had the had the booth with the juve over the top, sort of you know proper DIY. Uh, and he'd just done a done a take of the rap section for final round. Um, he's like, lads, how was that? And like me and Ollie looked at each other and went, it was good. You know, it was one of his, his better takes. And we and then sort of looked at each other again and went, almost at the same time, just wavelength between me and Ollie went, can you make it more gangster? Like, can you just go ham on, like, the London, I'm going to F you up kind of thing? Uh, and and, it, and he, he turned around, like, grinned at us, put his hood up and just went for it. And that was the take you hear on, on the record. But it's uh, <laughs> it was so funny. He just went, yeah. But um it, it just makes me laugh because he's the nicest guy you could ever meet. So humble, like so kind of down to earth and meek, and and yet that comes out of him and you think bloody hell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hello guys, lovely to meet you. Yes, it's quite question. A- I'm gonna shunk you up, um, and it's yeah, that's really a, <laughs> <like> it. that <laughs> that is Kieran,
1: it's so funny. It's like as long as you're not rapping at me, like we, we yeah. did, okay? Just, yeah. Don't, yeah. <laughs>
0: Please don't surf me, Kieran. Don't surf <laughs> <serve> me. <laughs>
2: Can't go over <laughs> here and you shout, I'm going to shank you up, fam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was such a lovely boy. <laughs> but I, I did want to mention these Kieran covers because they are absolutely super. When you released The Best of You by the Foo Fighters, oh I, my I God. think, yeah, exactly that. I don't think I've ever seen this man react to anything the way he did to that video look where did these was this kieran just go guys i'm gonna do covers and stick them on social media was this yeah pretty kieran much it?
1: it was it was just it was we were looking for features this was sort of back in 2020 this is probably one of our most long-running little social media features because obviously we, we sort of started on on social media just trying to build a fan base during lockdown with the without the ability to gig um so we're just trying different things and some things fell by the wayside, some things sort of carried on and Kieran covers was one of those that just proved to be really popular. Um, and I, I could see why, but it's, it was, yeah, it was just one of those where it's just like, I'll, I'll just try like sort of singing a, a, along to a track because it's quite easy to do and, and to see what people, people think and then maybe get people to sort of suggest songs and things like that. And yeah, um, it just sort of caught on. It's just almost got like a little regular following and you, you get the same sort of people coming back to the post to see what he's done this week. And yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. And it's it's easy for me as well, because I don't have to really do much. to just whack it on social media. <laughs> 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 it's like Every so often I'll be like, Kieran, you've done anything new yet? We need something new. And he's like, all right, yeah. But it's, um, no, it's good. It's uh, it's good fun and it goes down really well. Yeah, his Bon Jovi as well, always. A couple of weeks back is yeah. also incredible. Like, just great. And again, I think it shows how eclectic we are as well. Because initially, we were just doing rock covers, and I, and um, I think we all kind of agreed. Like, every everyone knows by this point that we're just absolute massive music nerds who love all kinds of stuff. So, just if you want to do a pop cover, just go for it. Like, you know, we're not yeah. cool. <laughs> we're not cool people. So, I <laughs> can I can imagine a rock covers is just like. Diddle, 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 diddle. Yeah, yeah. I, there, was, there was talk about us all doing little bits at some point. So it might, might happen
0: at some point. Just Oh, you know, do it. Please do it. I piano covers. Yeah. What, yeah. One week it's Beethoven, the next week it's Primus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Primus is great. it <laughs> would be so good. I would so watch that as well. But then Kieran should do something like he did, like I think he did Just Timberlake this week. Yeah. Uh, and then she should go and do something like, I don't know, um, I've completely forgot the name of the, of the artist now. Oh my God. Who did Fuck the Police? NWA. NWA. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh,
1: he would love that. I, I, yeah, I'll have to let him know that. I reckon he'd be well up for that. But it literally would just be, <laughs> beep, 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 Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> been, just get cancelled from the internet.
2: Police. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Zuckerberg just sitting there
0: going why are you little I'll get you soon why is like it raining in, in Neptune anyway what's going yeah. on over there how, on to, how do they even know it's raining in Neptune does it have weather do we know if it has weather
1: <laughs> can we buy out Neptune yet yeah
0: yeah <laughs> you yeah. get to Neptune welcome to Cheltenham what the fuck
2: <laughs> Oh. You know,
1: do him himself, no, stuff I don't
2: think Zuckerberg to do himself.
1: he got stuck in I don't kind of want to see that. It's like a docudrama just Zuckerberg and Chalmers. <laughs> Especially during Race Week. Can you imagine that? Oh, God. what is going on? <laughs> yeah, rather the one-way system. Yeah. Just, just Get... wide-eyed everything. <laughs> Zuckerberg stuck on Boots Corner.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh, amazing.
2: So, as I've said before, you know, you guys are joining us May 28th, Scruffy Murphy's in Birmingham. First off, thank you so much for joining us. It means the world you're actually doing this for us. But obviously, the show is all about raising money for the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. Yeah. I was just wondering what your thoughts, feelings, regards to the foundation and Sophie's story. Have you had any experience with the foundation before?
1: Uh, not direct experience, but it's it's definitely something that I've always been quite passionate about, like a, a lot of my friends, sort of goths and... and um, I mean, it's it's just always been a story that I've sort of, I think relates probably the wrong word because I I've, I've sort of growing up I was always more of a nerdy kid kid so it was you know you, you get back in the day with all the cliques and things you do you all get bullied in in different ways for different things but um, I think it was just the the feeling of just relating to outcasts um, and people who are a bit different is I think that's the reason why the Sophie Lancaster story really sort of transcends different people and and you know different groups of people and just kind of brings people together and um certainly recently with with Sylvia's death I think it's just it's become almost been brought back into the light because obviously she was she was pushing um to sort of bring it back and I don't think anyone really saw that coming um it was uh yeah that was I was I mean I was literally listening to her on I think it was the Jeremy Vine show about a week before that all sort of broke and yeah it was tough but it's yeah it's definitely been a story that I've always sort of connected with a, um a little bit just because a lot of my friends were kind of in that position and were bullied at school and um and just being a rocker as well like into that kind of genre of music it's just like why why is that a problem just if, if you listen to different music and just dress a different way it's yeah it's 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 such a sad story but it's so important because it does just it, it sort of serves as a case study and just keeps it in people's minds that, you know, people people are like that and, and do go out and just attack people for whether it's race or gender or whatever. It's, it's always an issue. So it's worth bringing up.
2: I like that. I, it, I think that's very really important to mention, you know, okay, Sophie's story is she got bullied and beaten because she was a goth, but it is that it's being different.
1: Yeah. No what it, that
2: different thing is, Prejudice against someone for being different is bullshit and should not be happening in twenty bloody twenty two. It's ridiculous, but it
1: still is. Yeah, and and that's why I think it'll always be an important story and what it's always worth constantly bringing it up and and it just being there. And um, and I think it's it's good as well because it's it's sort of. has an input on specifically the metal community as well because I think you know every community of people has has its problems and has its sort of discrimination because I you know probably the more nihilistic side of me says that there's probably always going to be an element of that just because of how people are um but um I think just having that sort of that example and, and that kind of reminder that you know it's okay to be different um and uh, and also just to kind of respect people's differences and and that be a good thing to be celebrated rather than something that's discriminated against it's just it's just good to have that for people in the sort of goth and metal communities just just to have that pinnacle because another thing as well is like a lot of the people in the sort of goth and metal communities are very much like oh we don't like the mainstream we don't like what's going on over there so they'll often miss the kind of anecdotes that are similar to the Sophie Lancaster Foundation from those spheres. So having the Sophie Lancaster Foundation around is it's it's kind of almost like a reminder for those groups who are a bit outcast themselves not to out- outcast their own as well.
0: Like like You've you put that. that so beautifully. Yeah like <laughs> Rob, I don't know what I don't I think I want to even elaborate or touch that now. That's yeah, like just, gold. Yeah. That is absolute gold. I could just live, I could just, let's just that like resonate for a little bit. Let's just let that sit and just, oh, what a moment.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, I, th- I think, you know, you, you guys are both into sort of similar kinds of music, but you've probably seen it yourself, where uh, it's, it's it's kind of weirdly, sadly ironic how quite often that is the case, that, that the more outcast people, because they've been bullied themselves, they almost become the bullies sometimes. So just having that kind of reminder that, you know, use use compassion rather than um bet- turning what's happened to you against other people, you know?
0: Yeah, like, I don't think anyone could say anything any better than that, to be quite honest with you. Um, but, of course, like you mentioned, Sylvia unfortunately did pass away uh, a few weeks, probably about a month or so ago now, I think it was. Yeah. Um, so we're now going to, obviously, of, of course we're celebrating the Sylvia Lancaster Foundation, but this show is now also in her memory and we'll be celebrating her as well. Unfortunately, the foundation could not join us for the uh, for the gig on the twenty eighth there at a festival. But uh, there will be some little surprises in there. We will uh, be saying nothing else other than just you need to come down Saturday May twenty eighth because it's going to be unbelievable, people. Unbelievable and four great bands at the same time. Absolutely. Yeah. it's going to be what a lot more than you want. But Rob, I ask this question to every single musician we ever have on this show. I ask them every single time music videos love them or hate them I love them I am one
1: of those people I love a sort of visual accompaniment to, to music um, sometimes it sometimes it feels forced like I've definitely like back in the sort of MTV days like you'd watch a music video of, uh, and I'm gonna realize the hypocrisy of this because we've done it as well but where you have sort of you know four guys in a room playing uh, instruments and it just <laughs> seems to be that's all it's about and you think well there's no story to this like what's it doing? Um, but I think as long as it feels like there's a reason behind it and it kind of sort of absorbs into the aesthetic of the band, then it can work really well. Um, and uh, yeah, I think I'm a, I'm a sucker for a music video with a story, but I feel like sometimes that can be forced. So when you did the video for final round? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's in a little container. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I knew you were going there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah honestly, the reason for that, um, not not necessarily to tick any boxes, but a big part of that was we wanted uh, a music video that just sort of put forward the fact that we were now a five piece. Um, so up, up to oh, that okay. point, like we, our first—I don't know if you've seen the music video for "If That Was Love," but that was um, done during lockdown, so that was all green screen. That's a fun one, actually. I, I'm not I'm not sure if Kieran's going to like me for saying this, but actually, when you when you watch uh, the music video for "If That Was Love," that's not that's just Kieran. Yeah. Because uh, we—he was the only one with the green screen, so he put on little hats and little things and just um, watched our kind of movements when we play. And then just no way. It. So you're actually just seeing lots of Kieran there, but it looks like like me, Simon, um, and our old guitarist Ross. And
0: that's that. amazing.
2: That's incredible. Fair
1: play. <laughs> it was funny because initially he was just like, shall I, "Shall I scrap this, or or do you think it's?" The... And I was like, "No, no one will know. Like they'll honestly think it's us." So uh, yeah, there's a bit of a, <laughs> A little a spoiler, they'll probably hate that now. though. I can't I've, tell I've if that's
2: dedication or lockdown boredom gone way too far.
1: It's a bit creepy, actually. Like how <laughs> did he get my? Have you been watching me play bass far too closely here? Like that's a bit weird, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just got
2: this image of me watching live videos of you guys and being like, "I could do that. I could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could so, do that. Yeah, just a little next week. Next week, knows that I'm going to prove how much I can do that. I'm going to play yeah. the fucking lot of you in a music video." <laughs> <laughs>
1: one man bad moment
0: <laughs> next time i go That's over super. he's just got like
1: drums attached to his hands
0: and <laughs> rock up to the live show that big massive bass drum on his back and then symbols on his feet or on his head or something like that so he starts walking
1: yeah yeah he'll, he'll walk in it's like where's the rest of next brain? oh fire them like don't need
0: them <laughs> yeah it's me now left arm is the bass right arm is the guitar <laughs> <laughs>
2: A fantastic mental
1: image, <laughs> <laughs> <Have> <laughs> You're you are not gonna it... lie.
2: Have you guys played far out of Cheltenham?
1: Yeah, so um we it took us a long time to actually get a gig because even after lockdown was easing a little bit, we sort of had a few things sort of penciled in, and then this was back when it was sort of a bit hit and miss as to is it safe to play, is it not safe to play? And we had a few venues that weren't able to host us and a few that sort of we, we dropped out ourselves. We weren't comfortable with whether it was safe or not. Um, but we, uh, our first gig was in Leicester. So we went all the way over to the shed in Leicester. That was good fun. Um, and then uh, basically had a whole stream of, of uh, gigs all over the country for a couple of weeks, just um, little venues, just supporting other bands. We did a few in London, uh, did one in pool, Um, obviously did uh, Fiddler's Elbow in Cheltenham. And yeah, it was good fun. It was just, it was good to kind of, have a bit of a tour it wasn't sort of one after the other but it was close enough that it felt like a tour in there and uh this is obviously we don't have a van um a van at the moment so we're all in convoy and that's always good fun as well sort of racing each other down the motorway
0: oh that <laughs> I mean is there much is there much round scruffies to park as if it's got to be like a let's park and carry park and carry
1: probably we've done a lot of that but again that's that's part of the experience um, yeah exactly know, some of the venues who we went to they sort of parking right outside and then other ones um you park sort of you know two miles down the street and sort of you know you'd throw throw things into the venue then find somewhere to park and then you know be paying through the roof for parking but that's that's all part of it you know it's um you, you gotta if you if you get a gig you've you got to go for it and especially when you're playing like famous venues like scruffy's and uh uh, that's, yeah I'm, for us like the Fiddler's Elbow is a, a big one as well that we'd all kind of really wanted to play at and um, for me the Frog and Fiddle because I love that venue I've played so many gigs there over the over the years so just bring, bringing my band over that was always a good feeling so yeah.
0: it's like a sanctuary the Frog they used to go there so it. much and you know it's like a, I don't know probably one of the only things I really miss about Chatham now to be honest with you but it's it's just the problem I find now with places is that there's not really a lot of places for like the alternative community to really go anymore. It's all, you know, it's all so mainstream and you know, not that's an issue, that's not that's a bad thing, but, like, can we have something too? <laughs> just like
1: for us, yeah, it's, um, yeah, there is there is something about that. And I, I just love the atmosphere of the frog, the fact that you can go in and you can just sort of have a pint or something and then just wander around and there'll be a band playing and you go, so I've done it a few times where just with the barn out the back there where i just, you know, I've just gone to socialise with mates and then um, you kind of hear some music in the background go, that's really good, and you put your head around the door and go, oh, you yeah. know. And there'll be a sort of Ollie standing there and he'll be like, "Yeah, how much is it to get in? And then you end up watching a band and you weren't planning right. to. So it's, um, it's good fun. There's been some great shows there over the years as mm. well. Yeah, definitely.
2: So for anyone that's listening to this now and they're sitting on the fence about coming to the show on May 28th, what can they expect to see from you guys
1: live? Uh, we give it everything uh, it's exhausting i mean this is this this is partly when we when we did the last sort of run of shows um it was a lot of fun but with the travel and just how much we go for it on stage um we got some good reaction from it and we had a lot of fun but it absolutely destroyed us um, so we're trying to spread them out a little bit more now but um you will have us 100% going for it because Amazing. that's just what we do so I... it's lots of high energy as, as Ollie puts, beans, all of the beans. <laughs> <laughs> all the beans, not just a few of them, will have that, the. That's his, that's his pet talk before every gig. Or we'll just be stood around and sort of like, let's do this, let's do this. He's like, beans, all of the beans. Honestly,
0: all the beans. It's crazy because we're obviously going to introduce. So we're trying to think of really creative and fun ways to introduce each band. We're yeah. not going to tell you what we're going to do because we've already sorted yours out. But oh, no. <laughs> we need to find some sort of way. We can like indicate when people are ready, but we're gonna it's gonna be good fun. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. We're gonna throw some comedy bits in between because obviously the show realistically isn't really gonna pause or stop, it's gonna like flow the entire way through. Because if it's not a band, it's us, so yeah, it's gonna be. It's going to be on. great. You can't
1: cut bits. You can't go. Oh, Rob was annoying there, so we'll cut him out because it's live. So it's yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like for some reason he talked about beans. and He talked about a lot of Mozart and driving like an old man. So, yeah, so cut that out. <laughs> yeah, that, that's going straight out. We're not having that today. No, um, it, it, we like we like a whole bit of no holds barred. A bit of you know just like in the raw, as they say and just have it all out there for everyone to see. So we just want, what we want most of all is for everyone to fucking enjoy themselves. You've got four unbelievable bands. It's going to be a great night. Um, And you've got us as well hosting it. But we want to just raise like a hundred million thousand pounds for these guys. Like we just want to make so much money for this this incredible organization that have been so beautiful and wonderful enough to affiliate themselves with us Fucking, you know their funerals. No, I'm joking. Um, (laughs) And like, uh, um, it's just I just want it to be amazing. I just want everyone to have fun, enjoy it. It's going to be great. Um, you've got Neptune Rain, you've got the Mighty Wraith, you've got Death as a Girl, and you've got Second Cities. What more could you possibly fucking want? What more could you want? Exactly. Do it. Do it. It's going to be great. But like. As you mentioned, obviously with lockdown and stuff like that, did, have you really missed playing shows? Obviously, mean, did say it to run recently with London and Leicester, yeah. but had you really missed touring? I mean, e- even between now and then, we've we've missed playing. It's there's just
1: that release that you get live that you can't get from anything else. Like lockdown was fun when we were, we were doing all of the little sort of shows and just coming up with all these crazy ideas and things, but it's just not the same as being with your mates and just playing the music you love and and playing it for people who who are enjoying it. You know, it's it's just being there to entertain people and, and having fun at the same time that like, there's there's just nothing like that and it's it's always such a difficult thing to describe to people but it's just such a special feeling it's it's so good
0: i can imagine when fans sing your lyrics back at you as well must be must be insane yeah i so said i don't
1: want to give too many spoilers because obviously you'll be you'll be seeing it sort of for the first time but um yeah we we started doing this thing um uh, sort of during, uh, well, just before our our song Rise, where we get the audience to count in, so uh, and that, I remember one time, because it it wasn't intentional originally, it was going to be Ollie shouting it uh, because that's what it is on the recording he shouts one, two, three, four, and then we all kind of go in, and uh, there was one gig where we'd we'd done, this was back when we were doing our big run of gigs, he'd completely fried his voice and he was really worried about it, it's like, what do I do, What do what do I do, and it's like we'll just try and get the audience to cover as much as possible. Um, and we sort of like indicated it to them and it just went down really well. Just like they went oh. straight for it. Cause it's so easy to do. It's just like the audience like, yeah, let's do it. And then it just became a thing now. So it's just like, we just get, get the audience to do it. And it's um, yeah. Lot, lots of that kind of stuff. And of interacting with, with the audience and getting involved. I might bring my wireless kit as well. Getting the audience that'd be fun.
0: Yes, Rob. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I've said it now, so I got to do it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't I don't want to get too much away because like I, I am quite looking forward to watching you guys. Um I don't really want to know what's coming. So yeah, no, it, I'll I'll keep it there then. <laughs> but we're literally gonna do the exact same thing. We've got some surprises up our sleeves and we're gonna keep them with us as well. So I think it's just gonna be a very special night. Uh we're hoping it's a su- success. We're hoping it's a success because obviously we want to take it on the road. So we'd love yeah. to I could do the exact same thing and start going up and down venues, playing charity shows, you know, for these guys. Yeah. Uh, but, but I mean, taking like, so take four bands, for example, say yourself, say the bands we've got now, and then just go around the go around the country, yeah. just doing this, you know, because that would be, that's the dream. That's love. the dream. That yeah. is the dream. That So, you know, this, the 28th, um, we want to make it, it we always want it to be special and amazing. We want it to be a success so that we can go, this sounds like a good idea to tour.
1: Yeah, It already sounds good to me. I'm, I'm sold and we're, we're only kind of <laughs> hypothetically thinking at the moment. So yeah, that'd be, well, if we can get as many people coming and uh, we just, yeah, everyone gives it, they're all, we're certainly going to give it everything we've got, then it's if
0: nothing else, it's going to be a lot of fun and that's what it's all absolutely. about. Absolutely, absolutely. But I'll stop banging on about it now uh, because we've banged on about enough. so sorry about that. We're supposed <laughs> to be talking about Neptune Rain, not about the show on the 28th, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Sorry, Joe. come to the show on the 28th anyway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say for those who are listening to this who have never heard Neptune Rain before, is there one, maybe two songs you'd say, go listen to that? That, that is Neptune Rain. That is what you can hear from us.
1: Uh well, naturally I'd say it because it's it's recently come out and I'm I'm still listening to it quite a lot. But final round, um, biggest reason because it's the first song that we all collaboratively collaboratively wrote. So Joe um our, our drummer um who we originally traveled him out with the with the first gigs and we just slotted in with him so well that we got him on board and he he had um, a big hand in writing that um so that's our first song that's just definitely all of all of the people that you see on the record um that that's us and it's just a lot of fun and my favorite track at the moment beyond that uh how, how many songs do you want me to pick
2: two or three why not
1: two or three uh oh rise i think because it was my favorite song up until the point we released final round um and also it's just it's really upbeat it's really positive and i think um a lot of our a lot of our songs have a very sort of strong mental health lean um but obviously because of that it can be quite sort of it's very introspective but can be a little bit sort of bleak at the same time uh whereas rise was one of those that we we wanted it we knew we wanted it to be at the end of the extended edition. Um, because it was just uplifting like we've gone through all the sort of ca- catharsis in terms of the lyrics throughout the, the the EP and we just wanted that sort of like but there's hope there's hope at the end it's always nice to end it with hope um so um a lot of my favorite albums have that kind of feel where it's just sort of going up and down and then you just got that kind of little positive thing at the end just to kind of put you in a good mood so love it
0: um,
1: on, go
0: check them out yeah <laughs> just you need them to run your life I can't I can't explain or really truly like describe. You just need to listen to them <laughs> to really just feel, just feel it. it. I can't I literally could sit here and go, they're amazing, they're incredible, blah, 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 blah. But that's really easy for me to do that. I think you just need to go into the step tune rain. And as Rob said, go to the final Hour first and just just soak it in. All right. Soak it in. Just 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 take just, just take and then take a moment. Just take a moment and go. Oh right, okay. I think I'm ready to go for round two. It's almost like an orgasm. All right? That's, <laughs> that's what that's what it's like. like uh, but, but like, in but like. I'm that in. in I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, re- I'm referencing that one, like 2022, <laughs> almost like an orgasm. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's like but that is, that, That's all right. it's that. quite, quite a good review. That
0: <laughs> after every time you feel like you just gone. Oh, just just give me a just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. Oh, just. Yeah, you know. i are
1: gonna need a minute, guys. Again. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> They're fagging it in bed.
2: <laughs> I don't think you can get a better endorsement
0: than that. To there, is, there is no better
1: endorsement. We peaked. We're, we'll have to give up now. We'll have to. We'll have to hand in our, our thing with the band. That's it. We peaked. Oh, <laughs> you fucking. You fucking dare. <laughs> we've got a gig to play yet? Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, now, just just don't. I, I, yeah, like said, like we, said, can, we can take <laughs> it off. Yeah. Like yeah. It. <laughs> As I said before, I just see, if you keep going the way you're going, the world is your oyster. You'll go, man, you'll just fucking take off and fly and be... I, I just think there's something about you guys that just makes me want to go, everybody right in the world, right now, just listen to this band, because they will blow your mind. Ah, uh, thank you. That's really kind of you. Not at all, dude. It's just, you know, it's from the heart, Robert. is This is how I feel. So...
2: So other than, other than obviously our show we've
0: got coming up, um,
2: what else have you guys got coming up for Plan for the Future? Is there any other shows you've got lined up, anything coming out that you can
1: talk about? Um, so can't talk about too much yet. We've got a few shows penciled in um, more towards the end of the year. Um, not so much over the summer yet, actually. I, I think it, it's one of those where we just certainly individually, we've all had quite a lot going on with um, house moves and various other things. So just trying to kind of, pin things down at the moment has been um a little bit hit and miss but we've got we got stuff on the way in terms of shows and then the big thing really is music we've got some really solid stuff almost ready to go now um so that's going to be a lot of fun we're really looking forward to releasing that and um yeah so there's there's more more of the same basically and we're just going to keep doing things keep trying things keep keep adapting and and just see where it takes us and just enjoy the journey amazing
2: mr stevens have you got any more questions my friend
0: when Neptune Rain first started out, did you ever think that three years on, this is where you guys would be, being played on Radio 1, um, having music videos out, you know, the EP doing so well, flying around doing really well, that sort of thing?
1: Never in a million years. Like, if you'd have told me that we'd be on Radio 1, I'd just, I'd say you're joking. Um I mean that really did come out of left field. That was that was a beautiful present for us. Um, yeah, big up to Alex Holcomb for that. That was that was <laughs> that was far too kind. But um, no, we it's 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 been a it's been amazing. I just I remember um, our first play on on BBC Gloucestershire. It was, it was just phenomenal because I'd never been in a band that had been played on the radio before, you know, let alone like a BBC station. And um, yeah, it was just. It's crazy and you, you, you do have moments like I don't I think I think we're all kind of our worst own worst critics sometimes where you think like you know is, do I really deserve this like is this is this right but I think you know the, the music speaks for itself and we're very proud of what we've put together and um and yeah we just just appreciate everyone who sort of checks us out and um whether you like it or not just just for checking us out and, and listening to it we, it's, it's, it's fantastic and we really really do appreciate it
2: Amazing! This has been so much fun learning all about the bandamon and we're so excited to have you guys play our show. It's, it's going to be amazing. We're really looking forward to it. Yeah, we're
1: so excited for it. It's going to be great.
2: But before we let you go, sir, we like to play a little game with our guests. If you're willing to partake,
1: of course, of course. Slightly nervous, but we'll see how it goes.
2: <laughs> it's called the quick fire round. We ask you five questions, and you answer them as quick as you can. It's as simple as that.
1: Okay. All right. Got you're it. going to
2: know the answers because it's all about you. Okay. <laughs> nice, nice and easy first one for you. Nice and easy one. What's your favourite pizza topping?
1: Uh, mushroom. Really? Ooh. Okay. Oh. Oh, I was, we, we can only choose one topping, aren't we? Yes. My, my go-to pizza is actually uh, pepperoni, mushroom and chicken.
0: Really? Yeah. Ooh, it's a weird combo. It's a it's weird not, combo. I wouldn't I, say I, it's weird. It's, it's, it sounds delicious. It's great. Sexy. I'm not gonna it be. It's the fact that sexy. out of chicken, pepperoni... And mushroom, he went for the vegetable. <laughs> I, I just felt I, like, I had to answer quickly. That was, yeah, that fair, was just, that was the All
1: first right. one One of my things that came to mind. Okay, my bad. Is, Sorry, Rob. Which is weird, actually, because you just usually you'd think you'd answer in alphabetical order, so it'd be chicken. But yeah, there we go. Mush, mushroom you, was was the answer. Do people do that? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure
0: that's... It, you, mm, maybe I'm it's not. just... yeah. I'm gonna go back and listen to some of our older episodes now. I find out people answer in alphabetical order. I'm yeah. intrigued. Because yeah, because if you got
1: like a, a, a duo or something that's sort of something that's usually together, like apples and pears, you'd sort of say apple first, wouldn't you? I don't know. Maybe I'm talking yeah.
0: about yeah, yeah, no, I don't think I think you're onto
1: something here. Maybe psychology. Look at it. Like yeah, it. you never know. I like it.
2: <laughs> if you were to have a time machine and got the option to go forward in time or back in time, which one would you go with?
1: Uh, forward. Forward. um forward really i i yeah i guess cuz backs happened that's a weird one as well cuz i'm a historian um so i, <laughs> I think i think it's cuz it's unknown like the back, backs behind you know in the in the past there's you generally know what's going on um apart from when you get to sort of prehistoric periods but um I think there's that just sort of like, I wonder where we're going to be in the future because it's all just speculation, isn't it? Like, you, you don't know what's going to happen next. Like so you know, if you look at sort of all of these sci-fi films from the 70s and stuff, like they, the a lot of the stuff they, they predicted was spot on and then there's things like smart, no one would have guessed that smartphones would take off. So it's, um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Oh. What was the first ever concert that you went to? uh oh probably first like proper big band like I, I went to a few little sort of my mates bands and stuff in pubs probably the big one would be uh evanescence
2: oh nice. okay i'm going to see them november i can't remember them. Oh, we are you going them that to many World times yeah. I,
1: I, I might be a big fan yeah, um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes I'll, yeah. I'll be there for great that. band yeah um
2: if you were to have a movie made of your life who would play you
1: Oh, I don't know. That's that's a really difficult question. Oh, God. Um, Do they need to look like me or just sort of just just anyone? They can if you want to, but you can have whoever you like. I don't know. Because I I often get, uh, the the common one I get is I look like either Shaggy Do or um, Tom Petty. I prefer Tom Petty. That makes it sound nice of it. Um,
2: What's weird is I can kind of see it for both of them. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, Tom Petty's dead, so that's not
2: well. Back when he was alive, I
1: mean, yeah, yeah, that would be <laughs> cool. Like, we'll go back in time and have Tom Petty play me. I'd, I'd love that, that'd be really cool, actually. Great, oh, yeah, maybe
2: that he's, he's a, a hero, kid. he's great, yeah, he? yeah,
1: that's cool. I'll take that. That's Andy has a bad my ego. So- I like this, <laughs> yeah, so is it.
2: And last but not least, if you were to get in a time machine, go back in time and give one piece of advice to young Young master, you, what would that be?
1: Uh, just be braver and take more risks. I think um, one thing I've always struggled with is I um, had a little bit of anxiety disorder. And I think sometimes that's held me back. So sometimes I'd be kind of slightly wanting to take a risk and just gone, no, I can't do it. Um, so just just try things and, and just be brave. I think that's probably what I'd say. Nice.
0: I love that. Rob, I love like that a lot. This has been phenomenal. I've loved every single moment. It's been great to learn about all about the band, you know, because I am a big rapper of you guys, and I only wish you every success.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I'm really amazing.
0: excited for you guys on May 28th. Like, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm just looking forward to the whole show in general, but I'm looking yeah. forward to watching you guys. I'm really um, looking forward to seeing the other bands, actually. Like, I've been checking them out, and it's, yeah, it's going to be a blast. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. Obviously, it's kind of weird because we've got two bands from Birmingham and two bands in Cheltenham-ish. Mm. I don't know where they, where are the guys at? Where, where are they based? Um, oh, our, our, our guys in Neptune Rain. Yeah. Uh, all over
1: the place. So, uh, Joe's, Joe's from Newport. Um, oh. uh, si- Simon's yet. Yeah, so over your way. And then, uh, Simon's from Dursley. Um, and, uh, Ollie's from Kidderminster. And then, uh, me, well, I'm from Tewkesbury. Um, and, okay. uh, and Kieran's from Cheltenham, but obviously originally from London, hence the uh, the the anger. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's insane. Oh, wow,
2: you really are all over the place. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah all over the place. So it uh, again, it makes sort of practicing fun sometimes, but it's uh, yeah,
0: it's worked really well for us. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, but before we do, let you go, Rob. There are just two more things we'd like to request if you. That's okay, first and foremost, any social media's plugs, anything you want to put out here at talk Crew to go check out. Uh, well, the big thing—if you, if you want to find
1: us anywhere, um, go to weareneptunerain.com. That's that will give you all the links that you need to our sort of merch store and um, and gigs coming up, all that kind of stuff. It's all on there. Um, but yeah, pretty much any social media, just type in Neptune Rain or We Are Neptune Rain, and you'll find us pretty quick. Um, and yeah, we're on pretty much everything. So uh, go check us out. Love it.
2: By the way, you're talking to your merch store, your t-shirts, the designs and everything are stunning
1: yeah they are cool um yeah shout shout out to make north who who designed a lot of those um they actually designed our original logo as well we're sort of back and forthing a few ideas with him um, and um really really pleased with how that came out and we just we stuck with him because it just really he just gets our style and what we were kind of going for really well
2: love it love it but this has been so much fun thank you so much for joining us today. absolutely means the world
1: it means the world to me too. I've, I've had a lot of fun today. It's been really fun.
0: Rob, have a wonderful evening, sir. Enjoy the rest of. Have a great weekend, uh, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. You too. Have a fantastic weekend, and can't wait to see you. Now, if you be, take Thank easy, you very buddy. much, mate. Take see it you later, easy, guys. Bye bye.
2: Absolutely wonderful, and I've got to say, Rob gave two of my favorite answers to anything ever. Comedy wise, his answer for the quick fire round of who would play in a movie absolutely pissed myself. Loved it. And the
0: way he articulated
2: his answer about the Sophie
0: Lancaster Foundation. Yes. Absolutely magnificent. So uh, we're very excited to have Neptune Rain aboard. Um, We are loving the fact that we're releasing an episode each week of the bands that are playing at the show on the 20th of May. So we're quite excited by that as well. Rob was just an absolutely genuine legend. So lovely to sit down and talk to. Like Jamie said, very articulate the way he answered. And his explanation for the Sophie Lancaster Foundation was absolutely out of this world. So... Rob, thank you so much, man. We really appreciate you taking the time out and we really hope that you guys enjoyed listening to it as much as we did recording it. Mr. Stevens, Yes, sir.
2: It's only audience participation time. Let's participate. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to participate in Jamie's Participation Challenge. This week, I said to you, we all have our favourite quotes from entertainment, whether it be movies or TV. So this week, I asked you what quotes has made it into your everyday vocabulary. What say
0: you, sir? What do I use quite a lot? I do like doing an Arnie impression every now and again, out of nowhere. It's already made to my vocabulary. But recently, I just randomly at work just went, go to the chopper. Um, <laughs> and I, it's not a doomer. <laughs> like that. that's, that's good fun. Um, I feel like Jim's in there somewhere. I really do. I'm trying to think that. I should have, I, I thought was thinking that for a while and I was like, oh yes, that is that. And now I'm like, uh
2: <laughs> To be fair, I, I, I've got two that I remember. But there's another one and do you think for the life of me I could think what it is? I know oh. there's something I always say from a film and I can't think for the life of me what it is.
0: I quote things a lot but I don't really go to my everyday vocabulary. I love quoting Simpsons. Hmm. So, excellent. is a favourite of mine. Um, but, <laughs> so, yeah, other than that, I can't really, I can't really think of anything. It'll probably come to me, like, after we've recorded. Probably. What, what are yours? I've got
2: two. One, if anyone ever mentions the film Bad Boys, but instantly, Hot Fuzz, I just have to say it like, you're telling me you've never seen Bad Boys 2? Every time. Every time you mention the movie, I just instantly comes into my head. Um, my most popular one I use literally all the time, from Bridget Jones's diary. If something I'm telling it to hurry up, I guarantee I will say, come the fuck on, Bridget, every time. Literally part of my everyday vocabulary now. But let's get to some audience answers, shall we? First, we're going to have Dave Emery. He says, very simple. I just say brilliant to any insult banter with mates, in between us inspired. I know everyone used to lovely between. I hated that show so really. Yeah.
0: It's not and, funny. Uh,
2: Adam Weaver says one which I think every person does sound this planet, but I can't think what it's from, and I know it's from something, and that's the plain and simple. That's what she said. (laughs) I probably think it's from the American office. I might be wrong. I have no idea. Can't think. Uh, Chris the Plum Evans says, Cool beans? Um, Unfortunately from Hot Rod. There's nothing wrong with Hot Rod. Leave Hot Rod alone. (laughs) Sarah Aspinall says, A, per- a personal favourite of mine is there's so much room for activities alongside of Did We Just Become Best Friends? Which conveniently <laughs> are from the same movie. a bit of step Um Joe Flory says, Martin and I, I'm going to assume is a partner. I don't Husband, know. Husband, yeah. Husband, there you go. Often say to each other from Hot Fuzz, I'm not made of eyes. <laughs> so <laughs> many Hot Fuzz. Uh, Rob Green stole my heart of a friend's one. Pivot!
0: Answer that, program
2: hate friends Uh, Holly Mansfield says don't have a good day have a great day from Free Guy which is just an amazing film
0: that is a great that film was so unexpectedly brilliant
2: it really was Harrison Smith my boy's getting involved he's going to make you proud he says every now and again I just randomly start singing the Slinky song from Mace Ventura and you'll also catch me going alrighty then or bye bye now
0: that's Take fun. care then Bye bye now <laughs> Peanuts Yes I have one right here Peanuts Oh And now A yak Yak yeah.
2: Yak yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mr Ventura <laughs> Dave Richard says You're going to need a bigger boat Which my wife tagged on, which really made me laugh. It says, that's what I say when I'm coming out of Ikea and I've got to figure out how I'm going to get it all in a fucking car. <laughs> she did make me laugh. Uh, Sarah Greenwood says, from Drop Dead Fred, it's the mega bitch. <laughs> uh, where are we now? Lisa Clemens, former guest, says, now go away or shall will you a second time.
0: Monty Python
2: and the Holy Grail, one of my favorites. Oh,
0: it's just phenomenal. I like for Brian as well, with uh no, oh, just fuck off. <laughs> and how do you want us to fuck off, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I was blind, I was blind and now I can see. Oh <laughs>
2: Uh, this one, I've never seen the movie, but the quote made me laugh so much I'm going to steal it because it's just amazing. William Frank says, I have no eyes, you fuck mook, from Once Upon a Time. A fuck mook is now one of my favourite ways to tell someone off.
0: Nice. A fuck mook, that's amazing. I don't know what it is. No, maybe it's incredible. What's
2: a mook? <laughs> I don't know, but I love it so much. Uh, Shelley Thompson. Hey, you guys. <laughs> from the Goonies. And last but not least, it's Mr. Shane Chebzy. Oh. Chebbers is getting involved this week, and he has a quite a few of them. And I love them because I realize I do say a few of them myself. First one is Let the Wookie Win. This applies for when anyone is having the strop to strop not getting their own way. Gravity is a harsh mistress from the tick. Anytime someone falls over, myself included. <laughs> get to the chopper applies anytime, yeah. advising anyone to get out of a bad situation. <laughs> you said it, Chewy. Anytime anyone yawns loudly, or if expressing a strong e- agre- uh, a strong agreement with someone's opinion, <laughs> it's like the idea of someone yawns is going. You said it, Chewy. Yeah. Right turn, Clyde, or left turn, Clyde. Anytime I want someone to make a sudden right turn, it's disturbing how many people don't get these references these days. I don't know what that one is. And last but not least, a glitch in the matrix applies well. Any time there's a glitch in the Matrix. See, the Matrix is real. Even Shane believes it now.
0: Yeah, but there you go. They ruined it. With the fourth. It was ruined. Until the fourth movie came out. So um, that's what I'm saying. That, but thank you to everyone who participated in Jamie's participation challenge. We we appreciate every single one of your answers, and we're so sorry we can't read them all out. But we do appreciate everyone that does get involved. Uh, but if you like those, and you like Callum's treatings, and you enjoy Tom's journal, the show, and the interview. They enjoy the other 40 editions of the Chronicles of Podcast each and every week available in for your ears on a Wednesday and a Friday. Uh, we can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Google. You can find us on Apple. You can find us on Matchmaker FM. I think we're, we're, we're fucking everywhere. If you put the Chronicles of Podcast into your search engine, we'll be right there waiting for you. Don't you worry about that. We also have a YouTube channel at the Chronicles of Podcast. Please hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell to get notified every time we release a brand new video and get in them comments. We've had quite a few comments recently, so I really appreciate everybody that's getting commented at the moment. There are a few in the AC Slade interview, uh, which I noticed recently, so that is absolutely phenomenal. So thank you to everyone that commented on that and watched. And check that out. Um, You can also find our hashtag, www's way back Wednesdays. Released every Wednesday at 6pm of our old interviews from our old channel. We have almost fully got them all out. There's only six more to go, five or six more to go. So it's quite exciting. And then we're going to go way, way back Wednesday. so they're also on our YouTube channel. Please come and check them out. You can also find us on Facebook at The Chronicles of Podcast. Please hit that like button, share whatever you like on the page. Come to the live show, the event's on there, The Chronicles of Podcast Live. Buy your ticket for the Scruffy Murphy show on Saturday, 28th of May. You can also find us, Jamie. Do you know where?
2: Um, prop it at the bar at Scruffy's, throw back a few shots.
0: Absolutely. Or on the Twitter oh,
2: yeah.
0: at Pod. Jamie, do you know what else we can find us? Uh, Drinking Gavaston and going "Ah, ah, ah," afterwards. That'd be you, but it'd be also (laughs) on the Instagram. At TCO Pod. You can also come and find us on TikTok at TCO Pod. We are using that on the regular. Come give us a follow we put some stupid videos up there things referencing the show you will quite like it i think i think you might quite enjoy it but you can also come and find us on our deliciously brand spanking new sexy incredibly gorgeously wonderful a wonderful beautiful little website at www.thechroniclesofpodcast.com you can find out all about us on there all of our shows and episodes are on there all of our affiliations are on there and our just giving pages also on there as well please keep donating to the foundation we really appreciate everyone's donating so please keep on doing it chronicles of podcast downloaders reviewers raters sharers tell all of your friends about us allow us into your ears but most importantly take two steps to the left pull that map out look northwest and take 10 paces forward you'll see an x dig and you'll find another riddle go left and walk 86 miles when you hit Sheffield, scream and cry because you've gone way too far. You're meant to be in fucking Manchester, you twat.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Where the fuck did that come from?
0: Just thought it was funny.
2: As always, before we get out of here, we need to say a massive thank you to our friends. Every single little piece of music you hear on this show is delivered to us by one man and one man only. And that man is that handsome son of a bitch, Matt Roberts. Go check him out on all his social medias, at Matt Roberts Music. Go into Spotify, wherever you get your tunes from, type in Matt Roberts and listen to all his deliciously sexy music because there's plenty there for you to enjoy. Also, need to say thank you to Audio Drama Feed. You heard Frank earlier telling you all about the different shows they do, including a little show called Val Toby, where you're going to recognise one of the voices in that one of the Sheriff King over there. But there's so much more to choose from. You've got Marty and Mars. Bounty Hunters, and so much more. We have to say thank you to Mr. Braden Barry with his Stay Cozy clothing, genuinely some of the comfiest clothes I've ever worn in my entire life. And also the greatest promo video in the history of the world.
0: Yes. Because
2: it's just stunning. And don't forget, while you're there, go to staycozyclothing.com, shove one of everything in your basket, and add that discount code The Chronicles at checkout and get yourself 10% off your order because why not? It's it's 10%. Enjoy it. And last but not least, we say thank you to these guys, the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. Everything we do is to raise awareness for their amazing cause, where they stamp out prejudice, hatred, and intolerance everywhere. And I mean, everywhere because it is something that is still in 2022 needs to be focused on because there's a lot of work to be done and we want to help them do it. So the work Tom did this weekend, just gone with the cake sale. Absolutely phenomenal. We are going to do our gig. We're going to raise as much money as possible. You heard Neptune rain earlier on in this episode, go and check them out. Come and see them live. You heard the mighty Wraith last week. Do you know what? They're going to be in the same building at the same place come check them out as well. Help us raise as much money as we can for this incredible foundation. And if you can't make it, there is way more ways you can help out. You can donate online. You can share a link, something as simple as that. If you know any teachers, pass on the information for their course that they do. There's so many ways that you can help. Don't feel like you have to spend money. Just help us raise awareness for this incredible, incredible course. Thank you very much to them. And we can't wait to do everything
0: we can for them. Absolutely. Jamie, I second every one of your sentiments and thank you very much. It was a, it was a slog on the old on Saturday, but we got there and we raised money and it was great. It was so much fun. It's very rewarding. I feel it's very, when you're watching all them pennies dropping, you're like, Oh God, I'm hearing it hit the tub. It's just, it just fills your heart. It's great. Um, so yeah, very excited. Please come on down Scruffy Murphy straight to May, get your fucking tickets now, now. Um, or pay on the door. So, you yeah, know, but it's gonna be a great night and we hope to see every single one of you there. Rob, thank you so much for taking time out to chat to us. Um, very excited to see Neptune rain in a couple of weeks. Very, very excited. It's gonna be a great, it's gonna be such a good night. Um, all the bands on the bill are gonna slay it and it's gonna be so much fun. But Jamie, another episode done. Another episode done. We're getting very, very close to that live show of ours now. it's gonna be sweet. I can't wait. The Chronicles of Podcast Live, the first time me and Jamie have ever podcasted together in the same room is on a stage. <laughs> it's gonna be absolutely amazing. And well, as for this week. Get our
2: pants live.
0: <laughs> well, we won't, we'll be fine. But as for this week, we are gonna see you all next week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.